This is The Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find The Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Hey, hey, The Monty Show, live on your YouTube machine. Good to see you on a Friday. Hope you are well. As always, we are presented by the advocates, theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business. Empathy is such an important trait to have. Almost no matter where you are and what you're doing, if you can empathize or understand how the other person is feeling in their situation, you're going to be better off. And so are they. And that's why the advocates are the best injury attorneys in the business because they empathize with you, they've been there. They've experienced it. There's not an injury. There's not an accident. There's not a situation the advocates haven't dealt with. That's why they're the injury experts at theadvocates.com. Hey, and if you're dealing with a workman's comp situation, do not hesitate. You have nothing to lose because you could chat with an attorney live online 24-7, 365, and it will not cost you a dime at theadvocates.com. Good Friday to you. A lot of Taylor Swift on the show today. And I know that's crazy here on the Monty program. A lot of Taylor Swift today. Taylor Swift in these AI pictures. We have absolutely got to talk about those today. Jake is is dealing with the flu. Um, It is what it is. He he has got an ultraviolet light and an orifice not to be mentioned. He is, I mean, the guy is, you're you're struggling today. I'm doing okay. A little stuffy, a little stuffy, but it's You think it's the vid? You think it's the cocoa? Uh, No comment. No comment. I actually don't. Have you tested? I woke up and my nose was stuffy. Have you tested? No, I have not tested. Okay. Well, everybody gets a test. Everybody needs a test. Well, I'm not. I'm not. Everybody gets a test. I I don't care what certain individuals say. So it is what it is. You know what I mean? I would knock on wood and say I've never had the vid. Right. Unless she asked Mrs. Monty and then she says, yes, you have. Suck my ass. Right. Like I have not. So I hope you feel worse, Jake. I'm sorry Thank to you. see that you are not uh, worse off. So uh, best wishes to you this weekend as you dog sit for me. Uh, let's get rolling with the show. Hello. Let's shout some people out. Always good to see um, the Buffalo Hunter. Hey, guys. If you ain't first, you're last. Dakota Tubbs. Nah, pretty average to see you. Hello, San Antonio's finest. Um, good to see you, Harry Austin. Lopes Van Gabe. Uh, OG Gary, eh, sort of, you're a Michigan fan and a Michigan state fan and a Purdue fan, which is crazy, uh, as well as a directional Alabama. So don't forget Arizona, right? Arizona too. You, it is you, Arizona, please. Do you know what that's like? Yeah. It's not Arizona anymore. They can't afford the, just the word Arizona. Um, uh, Christopher Murphy Klopp is actually real sporting news. This click tape bait title will not be. Okay. Okay, I mean this clickbait title. This clickbait title that got Christopher to click won't be. Christopher, are you upset that you clicked on our clickbait title? How dare you? I mean, I know. How dare we tell the truth, which is absolutely not what Jim Harbaugh, the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers of Los Angeles, should be in San Diego. Uh, or La Jala, uh, Wales Vagina and stuff. Uh, Jim Harbaugh did an interview on his way out of uh, Michigan yesterday with the Detroit News where he proclaimed 
100% innocence. Jim Harbaugh saying that he is the the victim of a, a smear campaign. You see right here in the Detroit News, Jim Harbaugh says, quote, I can account for myself. I can account for the players. They were always innocent. I was innocent. You walk strong and tall and innocent. Don't mind the priceless motivation. It didn't hurt. And here is my question. If Jim Harbaugh is innocent, why is he facing three separate different investigations? Why is he self-admitted to level one and level two violations? Why did he self-suspend for those level one and level two violations? See, this is where my struggle is. Jim Harbaugh goes to the Detroit News where he knows he will be asked no difficult questions. It was a a softball interview. I I would encourage you to read the Bro Bible link that I tweeted out today. Uh, the Detroit News is behind a paywall. I support journalism. If you would like to go pay $7 to read that interview, feel free. I am telling you that it is absolutely a shine job on Jim Harbaugh. Harbaugh espoused about his innocence, about the greatness of motivation and kids playing for each other. And it was quite the remarkable um, self-aggrandizing, sticking your head in the sand and not telling the truth about the reality of the situation, which is Jim Harbaugh is anything but innocent. Jake, are you surprised that he did an interview like this on his way out of Ann Arbor? Uh, on some level, I am a little surprised because you're out now. You're in the league. It's over. Like, you don't need to acknowledge this situation anymore. Like, you don't need to to play the victim anymore. You don't need to run from anything anymore because it's over. You've left the situation. So, on one hand, I am very surprised. But on the other hand, this is who Jim is. This is what I've been trying to say about this, dude. This guy wants to do the interviews. This guy wants to be in the middle of it. This guy wants to play the victim, and he wants to say that people are just out to get him. And 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 you just need to understand that about Jim Harbaugh. And when things go sideways, Jim's going to say everybody else but me, right? Jim's going to say, oh, I never did anything like that. The kids, and they were innocent, and I'm innocent, and... You know, you can't let the haters get to you, and it's us against the world, and that was our motivation, right? Like, this guy is a master manipulator, and he's very good at his craft. The The combination of winning plus master manipulation is lethal, and that's where we are with Jim. And so when he goes to the league and joins the Chargers, which I think is, uh, I think his schedule is Monday he's doing that. He's in Ann Arbor, and then he's doing a couple other things. He's but, going to Baltimore to yeah. support John. Yeah, so he's got a couple of things, and then he's going to head out to, you know, what should be San Diego, but is L.A. You rent space from the, you know, the Rams, <laughs> right? Like, so this guy understands how to play the game. So am I surprised? Yeah, like at some point, I think I would think Jim would leave this in the past. But on the other hand, this guy relishes the opportunity. Yeah, I I am surprised he did this. I am surprised that I am not surprised he didn't go to the Detroit Free Press because the Detroit Free Press has, uh, you know, they would have pressed him on several major issues, which the Detroit News was not going to do. Um, But to say I was innocent is pretty rich. And then he was asked about running from NCAA punishment, which as we reported this week on the show, uh, we were told by multiple sources, he was never going to allow the NCAA to have power over his career. 
um, and that he felt like he was a victim or would have been victimized by the NCAA had he gone back. He was asked that question, and this is typical Jim Harbaugh. In sixth grade, my English teacher introduced the concept of critical reading. This concept of believing everything you hear and everything you read, it's all good. And you know what? The proof was in the pudding. There is no villain. I've long thought this. When a coach leaves, the only way everybody is happy is if that coach dies. Like, what are you talking about? If um, that coach dies. And, and I want, I think Jim Harbaugh is that guy you want to like, right? Successful, went home, but like wins a national championship. Okay, cool. But the only way people are happy is if the coach dies. It's it's shit like this that I just can't wrap my head around. Well, and I think the, the most critical piece of the recipe for Jim is the winning portion. Because if he didn't win anything, he wouldn't be able to do this. And so it's this, it's this thing where it's like, yeah, this guy is successful. And like, you know, the NFC championships and the things he did in the league. And then obviously this national championship with Michigan. And like, yeah. so like he is successful in terms of football, but but the way he goes about it makes you have to second guess and makes you like, I know a lot of people have resentment towards Jim and they feel like, man, dude, like, can you just stop talking? Can you just go to the league, go take the job, disappear for a few months, work on your roster, and we'll hear from you when the season starts again or when training camp starts again or hell, even OTAs, right? Like, that's what a lot of people want. So, I, I yeah, I'm surprised, but I look at this guy and I'm like, man, this guy loves to do stuff like this. He loves to play the media game. He certainly game, does. Dude. He enjoys it. And I, I don't fault him for that. I, I don't fault him for that at all. I just think, I think, I, I don't understand why, why do you come out and proclaim your your innocence and like in this quote here he's talking about not believing everything you hear and and you read when he knows damn well that way the Detroit news is not going to ask but if you were to say well what do you, so what's been written that's untrue about you what's been written and, and said about you that is not true that's the question that needs to be asked and he's going to say, well, hey, I can't talk about the case. Well, then why did you, why are you bringing this up? Are you not throwing this out there to make people believe that everything that's been talked about with you is a lie? And and, and I just, I, I go back to the facts on this stuff and they don't support Jim Harbaugh's proclamations of innocence. Uh -huh. So I again ask, why are you proclaiming your innocence? It's not something you need to do. Cheating, lying, and then playing the victim. You, you by, by taking the charger job, you'll never be held accountable for the things that you did at Michigan. Well, and I think in the court of public opinion, you're always going to be looked at as kind of guilty for what you did. Yeah. You're going to, it, it looks like you're running from the, the accountability and the discipline for your actions. And that's why I say, like, if I was, you know, last week when we were talking about Jim taking the charger job, part of that conversation was, hey, how much do the Spanoses care about what happened at Michigan with Jim? Because what happens if when all this stuff comes out that happened at Michigan? And, the, and as Jim said, the proof is in the pudding. Well, the pudding's going to come out, Jim. And when we all know what you did, how, how are the Spanoses going to feel about the guy who's leading their franchise? 
And I, I just keep coming back to this idea that, you know, like that I can't get away from, I was talking to a guy last night about this. If, if there is this proclamation of innocence, why didn't Michigan go to court and fight for him? If the program was innocent and he was innocent, why did Michigan pull that, that temporary restraining order from a, a, a judge that is a Michigan football player and a Michigan law alum? Why did, he, why did they not go and fight their case in front of that judge? I, I don't understand it. And the, the, the hard part is now Michigan fans are, are claiming that the NCAA made up this rule about, you know, the level one violation. If, if a staff member is found guilty, that rule has been in place for over a year now. So when you fired Connor Stallions and when you basically made him a scapegoat, you, you admitted that you knew. And I, I again ask if Jim Harbaugh last night claimed he was completely innocent on everything he is accused of, why did you self-impose a three-game suspension then? Well, he'll tell you he's doing it for the kids. That's always been his go-to escape hatch. Oh, I'm but, doing it for the kids. And but you 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 admitted he he admit he he you guys, it's not a question of his dishonesty to the NCAA. If you did nothing wrong, why are you evading? Why were you dishonest? Why did you refuse to talk to the NCAA committee on infractions? If you if you are completely innocent, why did you avoid that stuff? Like this is what my struggle is. You've just won a national championship. You've just left Michigan for the perfect job that seems like the perfect fit. Why are you talking? It's a great I, question. I, why do this interview? By the way, uh, it, maybe it, it, the, at the eleventh hour yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe his agent could give him some advice because I think. Nothing good comes from this. Like that that's the other thing that I look at just from like a media narrative like hey like what's the story right now on Jim? Like nothing good comes from acknowledging the situation. So if you wanted to do a sit down with a news outlet and just talk about the national championship and kind of the season, you could have easily done, yeah, I'm not going to talk about uh, I you know, I'm not going to talk about that or I'm not like he could have just stayed away from it. But he talks about it because he likes to be uh, maybe villain strong, but like he likes to be that guy that's right in the middle of it. He loves being up on the dais, taking questions. You guys remember sure. that press conference he did where, you know, they're they're asking him all these questions and he looks over to the Michigan media rep and he's like, dude, like how many more questions am I going to have to take? That was the last time I saw Jim kind of fight the media in 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 like be abrasive about it. Now he just does this whole thing where he's he just plays a victim and that's just his whole deal. It's wild to me. Yeah. I don't understand guys. And I think we've seen this with Bill Clinton, certainly with Donald Trump, with with guys in trouble. We see this all the time with yeah. powerful men that find themselves in trouble cuz women don't do this. Generally women just resign and they're gone. It's like we have an ego problem where we have to stand up there and we got caught with the gun and the mask and the bag of cash from the robbery, right? I'm for real. Like it's right here next yes. to us. And we're doing the interview and we're taking off the mask and on camera, we set the mask down and we're unloading the gun. We put it over here and then we just pull out the money and we start counting it. We're like, 
I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't steal any money. What bank? What I mean, what you mean, man? <laughs> That's what you're doing. What? Why? Why do this? I, I again, I think it hurts him less of us, more of you here on the Monty Show. Are you playing Prize Picks with us? Uh, don't take my advice on Prize Picks anymore. Don't do it because we got I I I can't talk for Jimmy Dumbo over here who's all sick and congested now. But um, um, Coco, how you feeling over I'm here? You chilling. getting any worse I'm, yet? I'm chilling, bro. Um, I got piped on Prize Picks last night. I told you what I was doing on Prize Picks. Oh, you took my Prize Picks out. Thank you. So I didn't have. Yeah, to I didn't it. want you to endure the embarrassment. Um, Anthony Davis, I got him at forty and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Close Davis. He finished at thirty nine. You prick. I'm All he needed was one more basket. Nah, can't do that. Oon. Can't do that. Um, I would just like to say Colin Sexton, you know, on this rip of 20, 30-point games, gave me 11 last night. Thanks for that, bud. Really appreciate you very much. Thanks, right? How many? Uh, I, I Now, on the show, we had an argument about Laurie Markkinen. Jake's like, huh, under seven threes. He's not shooting seven threes. Hey, uh, Jake, uh, Washington doesn't defend. Yeah, yeah he's going to attack the basket. Yeah, that was the logic. Hey, dude, bro, logical. the guy is, what is he, 6'11", I think he is, or whatever Lori is? <laughs> yeah, he shot go to the basket. under seven threes. Nah, bro, he shot 12. Buddy rolls out with 12 threes. Just six, rando, dude. Six threes, I believe, in the first Jesus. quarter. It was over. PriceFix.com. You know who I am? Download the app. Use the promo code Monty to get 100% uh, deposit matching. Cannot wait. Uh, later in the show, we'll share our prize picks for the weekend. I can tell you right now, um, and I told you yesterday that there is a, uh, uh, an open prop on Christian McCaffrey, uh, half a rushing yard, Christian McCaffrey, half a rushing yard. Might want to pick it up. You might want to go pick it up. Prizepicks.com promo code Monty for hundred percent deposit matching. Uh, let's see who's in this morning. Aaron Wilson. Hello, he says certain individuals. Okay. Mr. Preston, the greatest mechanic ever. Uh, good morning, casuals. Monty in the morning, going to be a good day. Indeed it is. Hey, guys. Uh, Christopher Shannon would like to know if you have mud butt water. Okay. Already. Mud 19 minutes water, into bro. the show. Like, dude, how do we how do we get focused on things to do with the butthole? Like, well, how does that happen, bro? But you've got the vid. Uh, OG Gary, ingest some bleach, Jake. Donnie said it was safe. Like, Hydroxychloroquine. How, how do I, like, uh, bro, what am I supposed to do with that, dude? Ingest some bleach? Donnie. It's an antibody cocktail. It's like, come on, dude. What, like, what am I supposed to do with this, bro? Oh, my God. Like, That's amazing. Biologics. Like, yeah, Donnie, on, Donnie said it was fine. Uh, big shout out to Aaron Wilson, gifted a Monty Show membership. Let's go, baby. Appreciate you. Look at Brandon Butler, Chicago's very own, gifting 10. Let's go, baby. Hey, Let's go. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, it's Giving Friday. It, we haven't given away an Amazon gift card this week. Yeah, well, you guys got to like the show. All right, yeah, part. let's do it again. Let's do it. I want to give you guys, I've offered a $100 Amazon gift card every day this week okay. on the show. And to their, to their credit, the percentage is better today. Working on a thousand views, almost a hundred likes already. So we're, you know, working on ten percent. Thirty-nine likes. You know, I'm just not saying, sure what like... you're looking at. Um, uh, forty likes. Okay, how about this? There are two hundred thirty-six people watching the show. Get to a hundred and forty likes. Just a hundred more people hit the like button right now. Uh, in the next 
what in the next it is 22 past the hour in the next two and a half minutes if a hundred people if we get to a hundred likes 140 likes excuse me in the next two and a half minutes there are 240 people watching the show if you hit the like button i will give a subscriber of this show a hundred dollar amazon gift card that's the only requirement be subscribed hit the like button in the next two minutes now and we've picked up nine nine likes already and i'll so i said yeah i'll give away a hundred dollar amazon gift do card. it it's that simple so you've got two and a half minutes 90 more likes are needed uh let's start getting your comments in oh ferris khan is in this morning well ferris says michigan's not going anywhere <laughs> you're damn right about that sir it's gonna did, be a well, long did you, 10 years did you expect them to like pack up a moving van and they were yeah they is were, it, you know is this the u-haul pac-12 concept that, like everybody else they were headed to columbus or, up, we're out of here uh more is actively on the recruiting trail why would you expect him not to be why would Jerome Moore not be out recruiting uh, cannot be announced because of Michigan law, right? We said that yesterday and Wednesday on the show. Well said. Very few players are leaving. Well, actually, that's not true. <laughs> hey, uh, you ever heard of something called the NFL draft, bro? The NFL draft and the transfer portal. And I would also remind you, the transfer portal, they cannot get into the transfer portal because um, at this moment in time, they, they cannot go in early enroll at another university. So there is no impetus for them to get into the portal right away. And for those of you who don't know, when a coach leaves a program, Jim Harbaugh left for the Chargers on Jim. Wednesday. Uh, they Every player on his team has 30 days to put their name into the transfer portal. But this is about the worst time for Jim Harbaugh, who don't forget loves and cares about his players. Uh, this is the first, this is the worst time, excuse me, for transferring. You're at the end of January going into February. You cannot early enroll anymore. That period's gone. Um, and you would not be able to take part in spring football. So you're going to wait for the April transfer portal window, which I think is April 16th. That's when you're going to see significant movement off of Michigan's roster. Yeah. You're not going to have guys. And you could conceivably, if you're a Michigan football player, get in the portal now. But why would you do that? So here's what happens. The minute you get into the transfer portal, you're out of the loop at Michigan. You're not going to be in the weight room. You're not going to be in the meetings. You're not going to be in the development plan, the off-season workouts. You're not going to be doing any of that. That's all done. Mm -hmm. As soon as you tell people, hey, I'm, in, I'm getting in the portal. So you're done there. But if you are, if you are um, smart and savvy as a football player and you're going to transfer – you're going to wait until that April window so that you can continue to get your development. You can continue to get your strength and conditioning. You can continue to get your training table, which is your food. Um, you're going to get your credits and your grades for the spring spring quarter. And then you're going to get in the portal in April after spring football, after all those practices, after all those scrimmages, after all that skill development. That's when you're going to do that. So this idea, and a ton of Michigan fans are in the comment section and on Twitter saying, well, nobody's in the portal yet. Why would they get in the portal now? It hurts them. It doesn't help them. Now, had he made this decision in December, you could have justified getting in the portal because then you could have enrolled at any other school you wanted to go to and you'd have been in the, the development pipeline. Yeah. 
but you can't you can't do that now until until the spring. Yeah. Uh shut up, Jack. Uh don't be airing me out like that. Jack said, OG Gary is secretly a Monstars fan. <laughs> okay. You know. Uh Christopher Shannon, Michigan is going to be hurt and uh guilty. I I think Michigan fans, what the thing that you don't want to, that Michigan fans don't want to talk about, it's not a question of are you guilty? Because again, under oath in court in filings that are that are subject to perjury, um, you never denied your your guilt. You simply denied lack of process. Remember that. When Michigan was talking about, hey, look how puffed our chests are. We're coming to kick you in the mouth when they were being tough guys and, you know, filing court cases they were never going to fight. Yep. They did it for a lack of due process. They didn't do it because they were innocent. They've never proclaimed their innocence. Yeah, they've always just wanted to game the system. I would remind you that in order for Jim Harbaugh to have self-suspended him, him to take that self-suspension, to admitted guilt to level one and level two violations during the COVID recruiting period, Ward Manuel and Santa Ono had to sign off on that. Yep. So this idea he's completely innocent, kind of ridiculous. Kind of ridiculous. It just makes no sense. Moore is currently minus 700 to be the Michigan coach. Well, you said he was going to be the Michigan coach already, which we reported Wednesday and like, I think two weeks ago was the first time we said it. <laughs> Michigan will keep rolling. Most that are not in anti-Michigan propaganda expect any NCAA penalties to be minimal. So let me get this right. <laughs> Florida State had a collective and a booster go rogue on a recruit. And they got pretty significant penalties. And I'll drop that mother. Like recruiting restrictions, scholarship reductions. So you believe that with not one, not two, but three serious investigations running concurrently and at least two level one violations we know of and probably a third for Connor Stallions, you think the punishment will be minimal? No drag on the program whatsoever. <laughs> It must be nice to live with your head in the sand, dude. It's the anti-Michigan propaganda deep state, bro. It must be nice. Uh, like, it, it is. Harris Khan also says, for those that think that Harbaugh must have known, how many times do I have to say this? On this show? <laughs> like, five times the last three days. It quite literally doesn't fucking matter if he knew. That's not a question. I keep saying this for months and months. I said this in October when it first came out. It does not matter if Jim Harbaugh knew. The rule book is not at all in question here. It is black and white. He has a responsibility to know. Why do you think he's facing the level one violation for Connor Stallions? Let's all, let's all be Ferris Khan and believe that Jim Harbaugh is the most innocent guy ever. Didn't know that hamburgers during the COVID recruiting period were a level one violation or a level two violation and 
didn't know that he couldn't overwork his coaches. Yeah, and no idea. Had no idea yeah. that watching workouts on Zoom was a you violation. Know. And didn't know that you couldn't buy cheeseburgers for kids in person visits during the COVID outbreak. Never the mind. coronavirus. Oh, that's right. It doesn't matter if he knew because he's supposed to know the rule book inside and out. It's his job. In fact, as part of his contract and as a part of his coaching license, because coaches have to sign an agreement with the NCAA, he has a fiduciary responsibility to know the rules and regulations of the NCAA. Yeah, I'm not talking about that. So did he know? It doesn't matter if he knew. Did he know what his coaches were doing? It does not matter what he knew. I've been telling you this for months and months. Yes. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. He's guilty. If they did it, he's guilty. If he knew, he's guilty. If he didn't know, he's fucking guilty. It doesn't matter. Like, you keep running this out, Michigan fan. Uh, Kim Coulter, good morning, Monty. Jake and Katie Raider, hello. 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 Mike Smith, stop it. Yes, Ferris. Stop it. I'm giving, oh, Ferris says I'm not a troll. I'm giving facts. I haven't seen you give a fact yet. Yeah, what facts, dude? You have not given a single fact. All, all. I've seen is the anti-Michigan propaganda train. These guys are stirring up propaganda that will not happen. So there won't be. Oh, God. Let, let's recap. So there aren't three concurrent, very serious allegations being investigated. Sign stealing. We already know he's guilty of the, the COVID period recruiting violations. He admitted that himself. Yeah. yeah. And then the FBI investigation into computer crimes, which was referred to the FBI by the University of Michigan Police Department. Oh, so three very serious investigations. Those are facts. Um, the fact that Jim Harbaugh is claiming innocence. Oh, wait, that's a lie because he admitted that he committed violations. That's a fact. Uh, the idea that he didn't know. So he's innocent. No, that's a lie. In fact, it doesn't matter if he knew or not. He has to know it's his responsibility. Like you're, what are you talking about? What are you what, what are you talking about, man? Uh, let's see. Elk 70. So what happens if they do hire more and then the NCAA hits him with suspensions and show cause? Uh, what I think you will see, what I think will happen and what, what people have told me is likely to happen is that Sharon Moore will be – a show cause for a sitting head coach is not new. Right. Uh, I believe the offensive coordinator at um, – Florida State has a show cause right now. Florida or Florida State? One of the two. Yeah. Um, it's not it's not new. What will what will impact the program is recruiting restrictions where Sharon Moore and others will not be allowed to leave campus to recruit and will not be allowed to visit with recruits on campus. Uh, you will have a reduction in scholarships, which I think will be severe, very severe, because you're looking at three big time investigations. The best hope for Michigan fan uh, is that the computer crimes being investigated by the FBI are gambling. That's what you're, that's what you're hoping, right? You're hoping that, and I don't, this is not a fact. I am simply putting forward um, one possibility that Matt Weiss, the former offensive coordinator at Michigan, who was terminated 
and is part of the FBI investigation, what you're hoping is that he was using a VPN and he was gambling. Because if that's the case, Michigan likely would not face punishment for that. Very much like, you know, Kayshawn. Kayshawn Booty. Very much. Because nobody expects LSU to be punished for that. Yeah. But if it's anything else, if it is, in fact, you know, a computer crime where you illegally accessed other universities' computers or... Right. Because remember what the description was. The FBI is investigating computer crimes across multiple state lines. So... You better hope that's gambling. You better hope that Matt Weiss... Hey, man, Matt Weiss was well, using his Michigan computer to place bets well, the on an offshore account. Was, remember the speculation at the time was that, hey, sign stealer guy... And all that was connected to Matt Weiss in a gambling situation because he was using that information to place bets and make a sure. bunch of money. So that's what the speculation is. And I, and I could see that being a thing. But but the fact that they were specific about across state lines, both rules in and rules out different scenarios. So the gambling portion to me has always made sense. I mean, it's like, hey, if we're, you know, oh, we've got, me too. we've got, we've me got too, an advantage. Yeah. Like, you know, while we have this advantage, why not? Like type of deal. So I, I and U.S. integrity or whatever the, yeah, U.S. integrity name is, yeah. is one of the people that outed Michigan. Like, I mean, I just think it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Just, just got a, just got a, a, a I mean, it just, you can connect the dots, right? Like it, it a plus B equals somebody was leveraging Connor Stallion's sign stealing operation to place bets. Yep. I mean, the, cause you won money. The first time Michigan beat Ohio state, you won money. Ohio state was favored. So, and by the way, us integrity, the, the way they catch people a lot of times is oddball, like, you know, odd sized bets or like something relating to, in. to wagering yeah. around events. Yeah. 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 I totally agree with that. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Elks uh, for $2. Weiss and Booty gambling together connection. I mean, how would you, how would you not? <laughs> you know, you know, it, it yeah. Uh, OG Gary, Sammy, any comment on Harbaugh leaving the same Harbaugh? You were so adamant. Oh, is Sammy here today? Oh, boy. This is yeah, going to be Yeah, Sammy the other day show. came in here and was like, he's not leaving. He's not leaving. What are you, the Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah. Good Lord, leaving. dude. Uh, Mad Cat, good morning to you. Michigan football is dead for the next 10 years, potentially. Potentially. I don't I don't think – I think the biggest issue we're here is these are a bunch of prideful people, and you're not going to let Jim Harbaugh get away with murder. Mm -hmm. And if you can't directly impact Jim Harbaugh, you're going to take it out on Michigan. Yeah. And it is it, – it, remember – and I just keep saying this. Remember, the Committee on Infractions does not comment on investigations. Oh, unless it's Jim Harbaugh in Michigan, which they commented on. Well, and I also think that, you know, to that end, like them making it personal Dude. is a really interesting dynamic here. Because when when you talk about, oh, well, Michigan, it's not going to be that bad. No, I think it's probably like, honestly, I think it's probably going to be the worst punishment we've ever seen. I think there's a chance. I think there's a chance. I really do. Uh, Bob Pennington, these two guys take something that can be looked at as bad or really nothing wrong. When nothing happens legally, it's because the evidence falls flat. Okay, so let's take that theory. 
Um, so you filed a temporary restraining order and in an injunction to prevent the Big Ten from suspending Jim Harbaugh for three games to end the season. Right. Now you took that filing and you wrote narratives and you provide, remember they provided no evidence in their filing. They simply said the big 10 has not followed due process. That's why the suspension should be, should be injunctive. We need injunctive relief. They didn't follow process. They filed that injunction and TRO in front of a judge. And I'll say it again graduated Michigan law and played football at Michigan university and now is on the bench at, in, in the state of Michigan. So you had a very favorable atmosphere, a very favorable arbiter. And I mean, an hour before you were supposed to walk through those doors, you pulled your filing. And as we told you on the show, you pulled that filing because the NCAA was talking to the Big Ten, who was talking to Michigan, who was talking to the NCAA. And they were all sharing information. And the NCAA dumped a bunch of new evidence that allegedly directly tied Michigan and Jim Harbaugh to the Connor Stallion sign-stealing operation. So when you say when nothing happens legally, it's because the evidence falls flat. Why did nothing happen legally in that situation? Because the evidence didn't fall flat. And I would also remind you, there's no legal issue here outside of the FBI computer crimes. These are all NCAA issues. And everybody's like, well, the NCAA didn't punish them. The NCAA doesn't act fast. The NCAA, though, the Committee on Infractions came straight away last fall and said, we're going to wait until the summer and we're going to drop the hammer on you. And now they've delivered you, again, a notice of, of infractions. Do we like that they are sort of retroactive in a sense? They wait for everything to pan out, and then they act like... Like, I kind of see it both ways. I kind Like, I was here for the noise about, hey, Michigan shouldn't be able to compete for a national championship. But at the same time, you can't keep them off the field unless you're willing to release all the evidence and make it a publicly known situation. So, like... I would wish I wish they would move faster, but at the same time, like one natty in the course of 10 years, it is what it is. Yeah. Like, you know, it's it just that's how they do it. Which again, you're not gonna they didn't win that national championship. It was yeah, they did. But I think there's no getting away from the fact that that national championship is a little stained. Like oh, they it's won it, but for, it's for yeah, certain. Yeah. Uh Sammy A. Hey moron. Okay. Uh, Harbaugh left for all the BS and he doesn't want this BS hanging over the best university on this planet. So <laughs> uh, listen, I don't know what Notre Dame has to do with this conversation. Uh. Um, so just let me get this right. He left for all the BS and he doesn't want the BS hanging over the best university. So Notre Dame, our mother. I'm going to assume you're talking about Notre Dame. I don't think any of this is hanging over Notre Dame. I don't. Uh, I mean, dude, the commitment, Sammy, I got to give you credit, bro. The commitment to never saying I was wrong is truly it's, it's incredible. Wild. And I, I, I am proud of you, Sammy, for coming in here today and, and being the cock slap that you were the other day and then doubling down on <laughs> it. Yes. 
I mean, it's it's remarkable. Oh it man, dude! And and if he didn't want the BS hanging over the university, wouldn't he have stayed and fallen on the sword and been like, "Yeah, I did this. It was a hundred percent me," you know? Because now all it is is hanging over. Do you think Sharon Moore's Sharon Moore doesn't get asked about it on the recruiting trail, does he? All the time. <laughs> no, hanging over. What? Uh, Steve Stepanek, could they get banned from the Big Ten Championship? Yeah, I think part of their, I think part of, if I had to guess, Michigan will self-discipline. Before we ever get any discipline from the NCAA, Michigan will impose a multi-year postseason ban. And my guess is they will reduce their own scholarships and reduce their own uh, recruiting activities right which is what usc did it's what asu did it's what every university does who is facing significant sanctions from the ncaa and they've all still been slapped yeah so, so. I, I think it is i think that i think it is absolutely going to happen the big lubbock good morning if i had the other team signs i would bet on michigan right too. that's what i'm saying that's why the fbi thing makes sense that it might be gambling yes i i would agree with that harry austin for ten dollars what would be a serious punishment for michigan oh i think somewhere between 30 and 50 scholarship reductions over three four years i think a complete um, write down on their recruiting abilities. You, you, you can have no, uh, on-campus visits for the next year. Um, and you are, you are limited to a certain number of off-campus visits. If Sharon Moore is linked in, in is known to have have knowledge, um, he will not be able to off-campus recruit for two years. Uh, I mean, it's going to be, it, you look at the ASU recruiting violations, and I think that's the kind of restriction you're going to see because what, what Michigan did here was not only did they have a, a significant breach of COVID period recruiting action, they then doubled down on that. And during the same time, we're operating a massive sign stealing operation off campus where, and, and the, the worst part of this is they've been so staunchly hyperbolic about it. Like, well, everybody's doing it that notice from from desmond howard on espn to i mean everybody who speaks on behalf of michigan charles woodson everybody well everybody's doing it never once we didn't do that what <laughs> vacuum salesman was on his own N nobody has ever said that in fact in fact Look at the people who follow Connor Stallions. Look at the people that interact with all Michigan dudes. Yep. Like it, that's Fine what's going to get them guy. in trouble. They're going to get pinched because of just how brazen, brazen. I mean, just self-aggrandizing proud. They like just never once have they, they're going to, I, and Sammy and everybody else in this room, that's pro Michigan. Who's telling me I'm such an a-hole and well, I hate moron, Michigan moron. moron thank moron, you. Thank you. Yeah. Then I'm a moron. What are you going to do when Michigan comes out and admits to what they've done? Um, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if, uh, I don't know quite. I don't quite know how to answer that to be honest. Um, cause they're going to do that. Part of their deal with the NCAA <laughs> is 
they will have to admit what they've done. And you know the worst part about all this? For a university that is elite, because Michigan's an elite university, whether it's law school or anything else, like that's a fine institution. This is one of the stupidest things I've ever seen that you, you sent people, you carved out a budget from your football money to send people to stadiums where you bought tickets, funded phones and crowd accounts on public Venmo. <laughs> when you get all of the, the, the tape that they recorded, you get all of that. You get it, you get it all sent to you every single week. Every single you get you get all those signs sent right to your office on your computer. Do you guys understand that? Because if you're playing, if you're Michigan and you're playing Ohio State, you have reams of tape on them. The NCAA sends it, Ohio State transmits it to a there's a portal. Every team uploads their their all 22 tape, their coaches tape, their positional breakdowns. They all upload it to this to this portal. And part of that is you're looking right at the sideline where the coach is standing there sending in signs, you know, like you didn't have to do this. And you still did it. And why did so, you do it? Oh, that's right. Because you couldn't get, get over on Lloyd Carr and company in Columbus. So when you keep saying everybody does it, yeah, they do. But they don't send people to other stadiums and pay for their travel and pay them and buy tickets on publicly available accounts in their own names. It, it's wild to me. Yeah. Uh, James, Oak State James, good morning. Any leader knows that you are responsible for the people who work for you. Coach Khakis didn't know. Guy, I, I, I get it, James. You're right. Exactly right. Exactly. James is that guy who's like, I told you. I've been telling you this for two days. <laughs> thank you we appreciate it brad smith um ferris evidence shows they also bought 50 tickets that are opponent games and filled their coaches filmed their coaches signals and matched them to the all 22 for an illegal advantage can't do that now you could take the coaches film that you're sent every week <laughs> and do the exact same thing oh but you don't have time to do that it's wild to me. It's wild, wild to me. Elizabeth MC, didn't Sammy say that Hairball wasn't going to leave Michigan? He did, quite passionately. Yeah. He's not leaving. He's our guy. Jimmy's a Michigan boy. He wears that big blue thong proudly every single morning. <laughs> Flosses it right down the middle, baby. All right. Well, Sammy, apparently he doesn't. Uh, Aaron, Sammy, are you also uh, on ASD Spectrum? What? Um, you guys are wild. Sammy, best unveiled in in the world. Okay. What does that even mean? I don't know. Uh, Jaron Eccles. Hey, moron. What an intelligent response. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Sammy says, F Notre Dame. Well, you said best university yeah, on the planet. So, you know, you, you put us in a position where we just had to assume I mean, what you're, you you're, meant. you're the one who brought that up, not me. When you bring up best university on the planet, you clearly were talking about Notre Dame, I'm assuming, right? Me? Like, like, what kind of position do you put us in, dude? Hey, best university, we're supposed to assume oh. Notre Dame. Like, I'm just saying. Bro, I'm back on the pellet ice, and I am unapologetic. 
Stay hard, dude. The pal pallet ice is so much better than cubed ice. Mr. Stay hard. Mr. Ohio. Uh, Michigan fan says Ohio State buying players to win national championships this year. What about you guys buying tickets and scandals to win a national championship in 23? Do you really? Okay. There's no such thing anymore as buying players. This isn't SMU and Transams. Okay. Those days are over. NIL is in place. Like, did you guys see what USC said in court yesterday? Did you guys see this? That, you know, USC is being sued in the employment employee versus athlete thing. You want to know, you want to know how universities work? Uh, USC administration under oath said they do not have rules for athletes. They have quote expectations and accountability activities. Rules. That's called rules, sir. Doesn't make you um, feel responsible. USC expects their athletes because they don't have rules now. They expect their athletes to uh, take hydration tests every week, 60 hours of training per week, and specific meal times. But those aren't rules. I went to no, I'm I'm good, bro. I don't I don't need the training. I went to Chick Fil A. Fat. Yeah, that's not good. We're gonna have to have some accountability activities. <laughs> you broke X. I mean, you. Uh, I had better expectations. I wanted you to have broccoli and green beans, and you went for the chicken nuggies at because Chick it's garbage. This is what we're you guys. There's no buying players. This idea. This idea that that we're buying players, we're not buying players. They don't even have rules anymore. They're they're not buying players. They're buying cars for players. They're buying condos for players, right? Like we were we we were we were in an era where you couldn't give a player free apartments. Well, guess what? Now when a player transfers to a university, what do they get? Yeah. Hey, Jimmy Transfer, just want you to know, uh, I own an apartment building down on the corner of F Michigan and Screw, or Screw Penn State. I've got a penthouse waiting for you. Come on down. I'll give you the keys. Dilly, dilly. Dilly, dilly. That used to be Reggie. We called that Reggie Bush. Remember Reggie Bush had the, the rental in San Diego and the house and the truck and the cars that USC got pounded for? That's all legal now. There's no buying players. Yeah, you don't need to. Right? Michigan fan is going after Ohio State because the is having the offseason of a lifetime. Like, I've never seen a university like Ohio State. And listen, they should have fired Lloyd Carr as their head coach. They didn't. They kept him. Admittedly, Lloyd went and got Lloyd. Lloyd went and got Bill O'Brien to be his coordinator. And he, like the Caleb you know. Downs transfer, which I think everybody pretty much knew was going to happen. But now it actually happened. Yeah. And you've got yourself the best portal quarterback available. Like one of the best. Do you understand the, how good he is? So we can sit here and we could talk about buying players. There's no such thing as buying players. Dude. Yeah. There, there's no such thing as buying players. It, it just does not exist anymore, man. It, it just does not. Uh, William Bailey, uh, can we start fundraising campaigns for Ferris Khan and Sammy A to see suicide counselors after the NCAA hammer drops? 
Okay, Dude. probably shouldn't be joking probably about shouldn't. suicide, bro. Brad Smith, Ferris, they won't, but you can't have Uncle T, Stallions, Partridge, Jay Harbaugh, et cetera, coordinating and funding those recordings, dude. Fine Steeler guy. You know. I, I just don't know. I Like, at what point do you guys be like, okay, yeah, we did it. Like, Ferris. And Ferris, I'll ask you. Because you, you seem, I mean, intelligence probably a stretch, but you seem like a guy who would answer a question directly. Talk to me like I'm five. Explain how the NCAA is going to prevent 110,000 people from using their phones and recording sidelines. Here's here's the difference. Here's the difference. Um, you didn't solicit those 110,000. See, here's what you don't get, Ferris. Here's what you don't get. And I, I think you're, at this point, you're just being an asshole like most Michigan Harbaugh apologists. Yeah. But I'm asking you directly, do you really think that you didn't do this? Do you really think that anything Connor Stallions did, he didn't do anything wrong? Okay, why'd they fire him? Why'd they fire him? And what we know of the evidence, what we know is that there is clear-cut evidence that Connor Stallions paid individuals to go to multiple opponent sites, including Ohio State, all of them, he bought them tickets. How do we know that? Because he bought those tickets on his public ticket account. He paid them through Venmo. How do we know that? He paid them on his publicly available Venmo account. Mm -hmm. They, two of the people he paid, are on the record describing the fact that they got paid, describing the facts that they were instructed to videotape sidelines and upload to a cloud. What, what, how do you deny that, that? Like, you say stuff like this. And by the way, it doesn't matter what the other 110,000 people were doing. We're not talking about that. And, guy, you have the video already given to you every week. And yet you're asking for, like, this is the stuff I don't get. And, Ferris, I, I'm here for the conversation. Like, keep deflecting. It's fine. But that doesn't change the fact of what you guys did. I, I, like, I, it is a, it is remarkable to me, Ferris, in all seriousness, that guys like and there's it's not just Ferris. It's not, Sammy's particularly kind of a jerk because he says things like "Hey, moron," but it's it is there's probably and we don't have a lot of Michigan viewers on the show. We don't. They don't but like. There's the truth. probably two to four a week who just come in here and, and are just hardline yeah. of the hundreds of Michigan fans that watch the show and comment. There's probably two, three, four a week, I would agree with that, who are just like, we're completely innocent. We did nothing wrong. And I'm just asking you, be honest about it. You can't literally sit here and believe that you deserve no, that your punishment you said will be minimal. How are level multiple level one violations, the most serious of penalties? How do you believe that's going to be minimal when you've admitted to those penalties? How do you believe that's going to be minimal? And when you've never denied what's going to also be level one violations. The same way you believe that Jim wasn't like, leaving. Come on. Come on. Like, that's the part where I'm just like, dude, you, you can't possibly believe any of this. It's ridiculous. Uh, John Ham for $5. Hate UM, but NCAA does tend to go lighter when coaches who broke rules are no longer with the team. But here's the problem. Here's the problem. And these two in particular, Tennessee you're talking about, Here's the problem with that. Michigan 
offered Jim Harbaugh the largest coaching contract in the history of NCAA football. They begged him to stay. They gave him immunity. In that deal they offered him, they were going to fully employ him and fully compensate him no matter what. And again, just in the Jim Harbaugh's innocent, why is he asking for immunity then? <laughs> and why was Michigan hesitant to give it to him? And I think the difference is, is that Michigan fan buys the whole, oh, I'm a victim thing. Oh, he's asking for immunity because he doesn't want BS discipline. I, I just That's I, the difference. It's wild to me. And I, I wish, I just wish that Michigan fan, and really it's sports fan in general. I wish that we could have like honest discussions about like you can't get away from what Jim Harbaugh did. Yeah, I am surprised that Michigan fan isn't like, yeah, we did this. We perpetrated it and we beat your ass doing it. Like, why why not just say, yeah, we did it. We won a national championship doing it. And there was nothing you were going to do to stop us. Yeah, I don't like, I don't get it. You know, I really I truly do not get it. And again, I I I think we've been pretty accurate on this. Ferris has been the guy who said we were completely wrong and had no sources. And I think we've been debt. We told you that the Big Ten all the way back to the beginning was trying to suspend Jim Harbaugh for the rest of the regular season. That's exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. uh, we told you that. Michigan was not denying before the court filing came out. They never denied it. Like all of this stuff, you guys, is not, it, it's not in, in question. The NCAA is going to hammer Michigan and they're going to hammer Michigan because Michigan, when you look at somebody like Sean Miller at, at Arizona, Sean Miller didn't win the way that Jim Harbaugh won. And they largely, they fired Sean Miller because he didn't win. And Arizona never defended Sean Miller against the wiretap stuff. And Arizona fan, we went, for those of you who don't know, we used to do mornings in Arizona. We we won uh, best sports talk show in Arizona. Like an Arizona fan routinely came on the show and said, you guys are wrong. You don't know what you're talking about. He's not on a wire. He's not on a wire. Oh, and then the wires came out. And then he got fired because he sucks as a basketball coach. And they never won, even though he routinely had top recruits. Yep. It's not dissimilar to that situation with the exception that Michigan, full stop, has 100% defended Jim Harbaugh. And 100%, like, directly and just with guns blazing, attacked not only the Big Ten, but the NCAA. Yeah. Insulting them berating them saying like accusing them of bias and breach of process and court filing which i think is all going to be taken into account like i think that you yes. you're digging your hole deeper and then you offered him the largest contract in the history of college football and he still left and you included immunity and he still left and again remember what i told you jim harbaugh was never going to allow the NCAA to punish him. All of you guys who, when I told you he was leaving, when I told you he was going to the Chargers and you said, you don't have sources and you don't know shit, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Jim Harbaugh, as I told you then, and I'll continue to tell you now, he was never going to allow the NCAA to punish him. His ego was never going to allow that. Yeah. It was never going to happen, ever. 
Uh, OG Gary, objectivity, hello? Objectively speaking, Princeton is the number one university in the world. Michigan didn't crack the top 20. Shut up, dude. I thought he was talking about Notre Dame. I, I, <laughs> you know. Uh, Aaron Wilson, University of Michigan, first in the world in NCAA violations. There it is. There it is. See? Now see the Aaron Wilson interpretation filter. Yeah. Is in full effect. Uh, big blue horses. Ferris, it's called a lack of institutional control. Personal guilt doesn't matter. It's not a legal question. Thank you. Somebody else agrees with me. The court of law doesn't matter. You're not in the court of law. You're in the court of the NCAA. Yeah. Um, the head coach is responsible, period. The end. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200 or game tape from... Never mind. <laughs> Mike Smith, logic is not taught at the University of Maryland. I think that's what UM means, right? Oh. Um. Okay. Um, I dislike UM. What did University of Louisiana Monroe do to you? Uh, more than I do OU, like Oakland University in Michigan. Why do you dislike Oakland University? That's weird. Uh, at least the Sooners have good barbecue at football and street tacos. Like, what is wrong with you? Jay? Fat. You do make Fat. me laugh. James judges the quality of a university um, by their, their concession stand food. Go and find him on YouTube. He has a YouTube. He has a, and you'll see now Oak State sportsman, foodie, and stadium guru. Hi, this is James. Welcome back. Yay. He has a YouTube channel where he reviews all of this stuff. Yeah. Dial him up. And he is, he is currently dating a Baylor fan, which I'm still baffled by. I, I don't know how you explain that. Which is wild. Uh, Mad Cat. Uh, I feel bad for players three or four years down the drain for something they had nothing to do with, but, but they knew that they were going to benefit from those signs. Yeah. The players were not, it's like when you're born to terrible parents, right? It, you didn't ask for your parents to be doing nickels upstate every really? decade, right? But you're, you're a victim of your circumstance only to the extent that we have transfer portal now. We have you have those Michigan players knew what was going on. They have a way to do something about it, and they they didn't. knew what that staff was doing. Yes. So, Steve Stepanek, how high does the corruption go up the ladder at Michigan? I I don't even know that it's corruption. I just think that you and one of the things that's interesting, and we we're the ones again. I'm going to keep telling you we had it first because we did. Um. There was, it was interesting that part of the problem for Santa Ono at Michigan, the president at Michigan, is that he was offering Jim Harbaugh an exorbitant amount of money. Right. And he was, he was essentially saying to Jim, I'm going to make sure you get paid and you are employed, even though you cheated. Mm -hmm. Because that's what Jim Harbaugh was asking for when he said he wanted to be immunized. When he wanted to go Aaron Rodgers and be immunized from NCAA yeah, punishment, immunized. right? He wanted to be he wanted immunity from NCAA punishment. Santo no caved and gave that to him. Michigan administration's faculty and staff was not happy about that. And the interesting thing is, what happens to Santo Ono here? Because he looks like an absolute fool. He looks who like the guy who was like. Man, that stripper is in love with me. It has nothing to do with the fact that I throw $100 bills at her 
or that, you know, I'm her sugar daddy. She loves me at a soul crushing level. Well, then you find out that when you stop giving the stripper money, she doesn't remember your phone number. And Jim Harbaugh was never staying at Michigan. And Santono just kept throwing dollar signs at him, putting more and more zeros. You're going to be the highest paid head coach in college football every single year of this contract, no matter what. Like, I think that will be interesting to see. How does Santa Ono deal with the fallout of what's coming? Because the other thing you got to remember, Ward Manuel, the same. He's got a real shit pot in basketball, too. Right. Like Michigan basketball with Juwan Howard is not good. There's change coming there because Juwan has issues in that program and with himself. And I think that the harshest reality is as much of a disaster as Michigan State is. Well, you hired Jonathan Smith and you're moving on from all of that noise with arguably the hottest available name. Yeah. And Michigan hasn't even begun to deal with any of the fallout from their football issues and their basketball issues. So it begs the question, Ooh. in five years, was it all worth it? Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Sammy, Michigan players last night went and watched a hockey game wearing Red Wing jerseys. Doesn't look like they are in a hurry to leave. Again, if you're a Michigan football player, are you in a hurry to leave? No. But you know why, Sammy, you're, you're inferring that they're not in a hurry to leave because they just love it at Michigan and they would never transfer until the spring portal period. Because if you're a Michigan football player and you transfer today, you just lost out on your credits in college. And yeah, I know it's crazy. It still matters to a lot of players. Uh, you're losing development practice time. You're losing weight room time. You're losing, you're not going to transfer now. You're not going to transfer now. I could see one or two, but I I highly doubt there's going to be a mass transfer. I, I highly, highly doubt it. Brandon Butler, karma's a bitch, Michigan fans. Where were you screaming that Trestle didn't know when they got penalties or Joe Pot didn't know? You guys were screaming for blood. Seriously. Payback is coming. That's fast, bro. It's a good point. It's a good I point. Agree. Mike C., I'm starting to think Sammy is actually Jim Harbaugh. I I believe you are. Right. <laughs> UW fan Jim Ferris Khan, do you have a link to the facts and the evidence? That's the thing that I love where it's all like, wow, it's facts, bro. Okay, show me. What have I said on this show that's wrong? Show me. You know. Uh, J.C. Pennington on Facebook. The Harbaugh statement is thoroughly on brand. It should not surprise anyone. It was him sticking his thumb in the eye of his uh, detractors. He could not would not resist. He is a nasty SOB and always has been. Wow. He didn't cheat for the kids. He was 0-5 versus Ohio State. Had salary cut by 50% and was 2-4 and in the COVID year while OSU was in the national championship game. He cheated to save his job and it worked. It did. I, I thoroughly agree that Jim Harbaugh cheated because he needed to beat Ohio State to keep his job. I would just like to give who, whoever, what's their name? J.C. Pennington. Yeah, J.C., well done. Good comment. Well thought out. Even if you were pro Michigan and you had a long comment like that, that was well thought out. Good comment, dude. I like that energy. Sammy A. Speaking of on brand, hey, stupid. Oh, so we've graduated from moron to now you're stupid. Stupid. Yeah. S slow adult. Yeah, slow adult. Uh, Ivy schools are private schools, not public schools. 
Again, number one public university in the world. Okay. Okay. You mean GCU in Phoenix? You're casual. Uh, Sammy, in what regard? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. In I, I, every regard, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I'm just telling you that I, it is what it is, right? Like it, it is, uh, it is to me quite interesting that you have a situation where Sammy is calling people stupid <laughs> and he can't spell Ivy. But hey, you, I mean, you do you, Sammy. We understand you're Michigan educated. Did you go to, Sammy, I'd like to know if you graduated from Michigan. Did you go to Michigan? Do you have a diploma? <coughs> because I'm quite certain that Ivy is not spelled with an E in it. I believe the Ivy League is I-V-Y. <laughs> Did you, you understand you make Sammy. this very easy? You make this very easy. Um, let's see who else Nick Saban doesn't use autocorrect. Okay. Nope. Okay. Uh, does Sammy have stock or financial backing and stallions in Balake's vacuum LLC? I possibly, I, possibly. I would have to believe that he does. Vacuums are my thing. Sammy, you seem angry. Dakota Tubbs. If Michigan wouldn't have made you a better man, you wouldn't uh, need autocorrect. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. William Bailey breaking news. Grant and Lovejoy just paid the. A uh, hundred thousand each to transfer in could be Robert okay. Fowler. Good morning to you. I don't know. I, I, I just, this is turning into the PAC 12 conversation. It is. I'm just ready for it to be over, but it's not going to be over till like June. It won't. It probably won't. OG Gary, Sammy, I just Googled best public universities in the U S and Cal Berkeley and UCLA were one and two respectively. Uh, uh, so you're talking about, you want, you, you, are talking, you, Sammy? Why do you care about UCLA? I don't get it. I, I I'm confused, Sammy. I know. Again, I'm a, I'm I'm stupid because I V I V E Y, you know. Right. Uh, Steve Stepanek. If they were betting on games, who in Michigan benefited, and how many would go to jail? I'm. It's a great it, question. Who knows? Who the hell knows? Who knows? You know, uh, Puka did nothing at BYU. <laughs> Still one of the greatest arguments ever. Anyone know where Monty can get his dog vacuum repaired? You are dog sitting for me this week. Yes, yes, I if am. If you kill my dogs, I will bust your ass. And I'll drop that motherfucker. You know, I hope you don't. It's just, no, gonna, dude, we're going to have a good weekend together, man. We'll be chilling. You and the dogs. Yeah. Uh, Sammy seems to be that special kind of special. He really does. The gift that yeah. keeps on giving. Uh, Michigan doesn't offer an English 900 class, apparently. Christopher Leal says. <laughs> That's correct. Uh, Grocock, fake account number 10. Right. Uh, I feel blessed not being a Michigan fan. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I I, I would agree with you. Uh, OG Gary, I'm trying to cover uh, my booty, Dakota. See, See like what he booty, did there? So that's like Kayshawn. Kayshawn. Booty reference, but also like actual booty reference. Yeah. I, I think it's interesting. Okay, uh, let's get on the like button. 137 likes, 449 people watching the show. You've got two, in a, two minutes right now. If you add 100 likes to that, I'll give away a hundred dollar Amazon gift card. Add a hundred likes to it. 
let's call it a hundred and or two hundred and thirty-five likes. And before quarter past the hour, I'll give away a hundred dollar Amazon gift card. Hit the button. We've had twenty five hundred views on the show today and only one hundred and forty two likes. So all we have to do is get to two hundred and thirty five likes on the show, uh-huh. and I'll give it with four hundred and thirty two people watching. I'll Let's give go. away a hundred dollar Amazon gift card. Let's go. It seems pretty easy. Pretty easy. We're at one fifty five with one minute to go. So. You know, you just got 80 more people in here. Got to hit like, and we'll give it away. Mm-hmm. Uh, RJ, whoa. Uh, James, the best public university is Oklahoma State. Okay. That's bullshit. Okay, it's very early, James. <laughs> Come on. Don't forget, how good can Oak State be if Gunnar Gundy's going to Alabama? <laughs> I don't give a piss about nothing but the tide, baby. I'm sorry. I had to have the drop today. Uh, Aaron Wilson, hit the like button, you casual bots. Shouty, good morning, y'all. What's up, Shouty? Chuck B, Michigan could start the season 0-3. RJC, man, I'm home. Can I like now? You can. Please do. Derek Boyce, like. Edward uh, Enriquez. Good job. Says done. Thank you. Uh, Mike C, remember 2020 when Hairball was too scared to take the field against Ohio State? I like it was Uh, today. Uh, Billy Tuesday, 0-9 if you count the wimp out year. 0-9. Okay. Okay. Ferris Khan. I will hit the like button if you say something nice about Michigan and me. Uh, Okay. Well, Michigan's got great cheeseburgers on campus. In the hockey program. Program. Um, Program. Yeah, I can't say anything nice about you. I'm trying. Uh, Let me see. Ferris Khan is hold on let me can, let me look up the country of origin of ferris khan ferris khan is more savage than genghis khan there you go you're welcome all right hit the like button ferris ferris khan is uh uh a bangalorean uh heritage from okay. india you're bangalorean i yeah. i like it yeah i like i like indian food yeah. pepperidge farm remembers i think they do jack <laughs> i think they do uh, oh boy, all capital letters. Oh, I, mean, I don't even know how to say your name, dude. Uh, Harbaugh can run from the NCAA, but there's no hiding from the FBI. The wrench is looming in Ann Arbor. Monty, sh- this show is lit this morning. Thank you. I'm for real. Thank you. Uh, Sammy, uh, John Ham for $2. Sammy needs an anus mirror. Do I do it? Do it. Hugh Janus. it's a reference from the other day about people looking at their butthole in a mirror yeah you're welcome it's things we do on the show um mr ohio in michigan okay that's fine uh time's up and and you vagrants did not get to 235 we've tried like five times i'm trying to give away a hundred dollar amazon gift card with all of my might yeah i am trying to do it but you know uh deontay carter Sammy A, Jim Harbaugh, and some of uh, and some U of M fans equal subjective, never objective manipulators to the U of M fan masses. Good job! Wow, that's a really good point. That's a really good point. I think you're correct. Big blue horses uh, define lack of institutional control. C twenty twenty three University of Michigan. Well, okay. John Ham hate U M, but NCAA does tend to go lighter. Okay, I read that one. My bad. 
My bad. My bad. My bad. Uh, Mike C, Ryan Day, otherwise known as Lloyd Carr. I'm going to hand 100 on that. I'm going to hang 100 on that MFR. Harbaugh's response, we're not playing this year. Exactly. How about that? Do you think, well, he, I don't, it's, yeah. Billy Tuesday. What about Thursday? Uh, Michigan, best school in Ann Arbor. Totally well. agree. But, now, I mean, you want to you want to bring in their neighbors, Ypsilanti. I don't know that you can say that Michigan's better than it is if I say it is. Oh, that's true, coach. That's true. You know, Troy V. Michigan has some great places. Unfortunately, they are underwater. Okay. Uh okay. Uh Jack uh Hiscock. Jack Hiscock. No, Jack's comment is Hiscock. Hiscock. Oh, I thought you were saying that was his name. William, William Bailey, the state of Michigan is shaped like a mitten to cup the balls of Ohio State. Wow, wow bro. Dude. Uh, oh, uh, they got good glizzies. I'll take your word for it. If you felt these balls. Puka Nakua did nothing at BYU. I hit the like button. If you can name one thing Puka did at BYU. Your mom. Hit the like button. Boom. <laughs> you asked. Again, it's like Sammy talking about the best school, Notre Dame, and then being brought up Notre Dame. You asked. Boom. Out of here. You asked. Uh, all right, a couple more because then we got to get to the NFL. Ferris Khan, it was fun being your rival while it lasted. Michigan, Ohio State will never be all or nothing again. Some years, the loser will be better off fourth play, better off for the playoff. Michigan won the last three games that mattered. <laughs> who's who's going to tell him? Who, who wants to? Uh, I'll I'll stand down. Who wants to tell him? Um, but you, you know, uh, Dakota Tubbs, Poughkeepsie State, Ann Arbor is the best school in that town. I agree. He has our full respect. You know, um, Mike C. Ann Arbor smells like hot dog. <laughs> 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 oh, that's so oh, good ridiculous bro. that is so good uh texas university is a public state school uh is a public state school is public i hook sure. him boy hook him boy kaner and byu basketball gets another win this week amazing man wow amazing. dude og gary the resident michigan fan Love how I bar uh, brought facts about how who was the best in the world and he ran away. I mean, you know, you know, it it, it is what it is, right? Uh, Shouty, University of Texas is a public state college in Texas. Hook him, boy. <laughs> and finally, Mike T. The stupidity saying that three games in a row is domination. When when you had their no no somebody needs to say it. Somebody needs to say it. Because I don't want to say it here yeah, on the Monty Show. you shouldn't show. have to say that. Uh, as always, we are presented by our good friends uh, at TridayTrading.com. TridayTrading.com, you guys. Uh, if you have not been to TridayTrading.com, I, I don't know what you are waiting for. And I say that because so many people, and I'm guessing Sammy's a broke-ass guy who's not that well-educated. Sammy, this is for you, dude. TridayTrading.com slash Monty. <laughs> $10 30-day trial membership with no obligation past the 30 days. And the reason I say that is they've built a program that allows you to bail at any time you want because they know you won't. And you won't because you see how much money you are truly capable of making at tridaytrading.com. And the thing that, that really stands out is it's a $10 charitable donation, so it's a tax write-off for you. 
And for everybody who said, I want to open my own business and work for myself, TridayTrading.com. I can't afford that money. I got too many credit card bills, debt built up. TridayTrading.com. You can't afford it. I can't afford to trade that. I don't have the money to trade. That's okay. Triday Trading, when you graduate their program, opens a trading account and funds it for you. And you can stay in that account a day, a month, a year, the rest of your life, as long as you want. It's up to you. And when you make money with their money, they're going to give you 80% of the profit at TridayTrading.com. Let's talk about the NFL playoffs on the Monty Show. I want to start with the AFC. Damn right you do. <laughs> Kansas City, the Chiefs. Baltimore, the Ravens. Lamar. Versus Taylor Swift's boyfriend. We got to talk about the Taylor Swift AI picks Dude. coming up in a few minutes too. Uh, I love the Ravens here. That defense at home in Baltimore. Jake convinced me I should take the Chiefs. Yeah, I think it's difficult. It's difficult to take the Chiefs on face value, but what's also difficult is is trying to skip over the fact that Patrick Mahomes shows up in the biggest moments, always has and probably always will. And I think... The unknown in this game is just how effective the passing game will be for the Kansas City Chiefs. Because again, on paper, that Baltimore defense is the best defense in the league and certainly playing great football right now. You know, if Baltimore's defense was playing, you know, average football or they just weren't playing as a unit, I would be much more comfortable taking the Chiefs. But I think if you're a betting man, you got to take the Ravens here. But if you're a football fan, just a purist, you're looking at this game saying, okay, this is Patrick Mahomes. Versus that Ravens defense. That's the game. Because Lamar versus the Chiefs defense, you know he's going to put up some points, right? And, and hey, maybe they hold him sometimes, but you know he's going to score. Patrick Mahomes has to be productive in this game outside of the pocket because they will come for him. And my question is, are you going to be able to run away from the Ravens linebackers? Because they are fast. They are strong. They take great angles. They understand the scheme you're trying to run. They understand what you're trying to do so they can get to that spot uh, a little bit quicker, which is why it's tough to beat. You saw the kind of pressure they brought against the Texans and C.J. Stroud. That same type of pressure, I believe, will be applied to Patrick Mahomes. So can Andy Reid and company come up with a scheme that gets the ball out quickly and effectively? Because I think that's their formula. Hey, we need to get guys open five to seven yards down the field and get completions early and often. And if you do that, you really should be able to have a chance. But the other thing I think you got to look at in this game is who scores first. If Kansas City scores first, all bets are off in this game. If they score first, they go down the field, 10 plays, 80 yards, bada boom, bada bing type drive, all bets are off. If 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 the Ravens score first, I think there's a chance they run away with this game because they'll have the momentum, they'll have the crowd, they will have the defense, and it, obviously it's at their place. So to me, convince you why the Chiefs should win or why they will win, the Chiefs will win if they can complete passes early and often that allow them to go down the field. Also, I think Pacheco has to play a big role. So Patrick Mahomes, high completion percentage, a lot of running out of uh, Isaiah Pacheco. If you do that, you're going to win this game. But something tells me Pacheco's not going to run his ass off in this game against those linebackers. I personally think that the biggest question about the Ravens is can Lamar Jackson deal with the blitz package that is going to ultimately come from Kansas City? And is he going to be able to be just slightly inaccurate as he has been now 
is he going to be able to succeed against a really, really good defense? And I know that Steve Spagnolo and that Chiefs defense probably does not get the credit they deserve. I, I, I think that they are underrated. That defense is good. That defense is physical up front. And I think Lamar Jackson's going to have trouble stepping up in the pocket. I think he's going to have to roll. And my guess is that they are going to, I think Spags is going to make him roll to his right. Yeah. And I think it's going to be very difficult for Lamar Jackson to operate rolling to his right. If that happens, the Chiefs are going to win this game. Because I have no doubt that you're looking at a situation where the Chiefs will be able to score enough points to to win this game. I think it is very interesting that the the number in this game um, continues to hover around three and a half points for Baltimore. Um, at home, I think that's that's a pretty interesting number. And the over on the game is 44 and a half. Mm-hmm. And I think as you see on the screen, that number's not changed much. And I feel like this is the first team to 27 points feels like the winner in this game. I think one of the advantages that you have to look at is the fact that you have one of the all-time greatest kickers in the history of the NFL that resides in Baltimore. I think that will absolutely be. And Mark Andrews, the tight end, is good to go this weekend against Kansas City. I think that is a huge get for Lamar Jackson. That is absolutely one of his dudes, an outlet for him. I think that's a big deal. I can't find a way, especially if I am a betting man, I cannot find a way to take the Chiefs in this game. Yeah, I think it's difficult. I, I I think everything says the Ravens win this game. And I also think the conversation on what's on the line for Lamar in this game is a big one. Because I agree with the pundits saying, hey, if Lamar loses this game, you know, and Mahomes continues to dominate the AFC, there's no way around it in the AFC. You you as an organization, Baltimore, uh, you know, Buffalo, you know, you look at anybody, hell, the Chargers now, right? Yeah. You you have to be okay with the fact that Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid are just better than you if you're going to lose these games at home, at yeah. home. So to me, this is one of those for Lamar where it's like, hey, man, this is a signature opportunity. This is one you should win. This is at your place. This is like, you should win this game. And conversely for Patrick Mahomes, if he wins this one and goes to the Super Bowl, you're starting to edge into just ridiculous territory. Here's the question that I ask about this Ravens defense. And if you're new to the show, you probably don't know that I believe this is one of the best defenses in the history of the NFL. Well, you were spot on about them against the Texans. You took them. They dominated that game. Like, no doubt about it. The one thing that makes me nervous is that the Ravens led the league in sacks with 60, but they were 23rd in pressure rate at 19%, and they only blitzed 21% of the time. That's the number that makes me nervous against Patrick Mahomes. He eats zone defenses for snacks. And I think when you have guys, and by all accounts, uh, Rasheed Rice is going to be fine in this game. Um, and I know that Swelsey is a little dinged up, but he looks to be rounding into form just in time. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it looks like you are going to have a full complement of offensive weapons for Patrick Mahomes. I am very curious if that pressure rate goes up. If they do not blitz and they do not, and if they do not get home when they blitz, man, I think that that Patrick Mahomes has an opportunity to put up 30 in this game. 
And if he puts up 30 on that Ravens defense, there's no chance the Ravens win this game. And I, I think that's a very interesting one. And then I would flip the script. The the Chiefs blitz an awful, awful, awful amount of time. Like they, they're coming for that ass. And when I look at what Spags has in store, um, I, I think it's very interesting to see how on earth, if you are Kansas City, can you get pressure on Lamar Jackson? And I don't mean make him roll pressure. You need to put him on the ground. You need to get home. You need to sack him. You need to get after him. That or The first quarter and a half in San Francisco when Lamar Jackson had that safety, when they were constantly at his feet, when he was having to look down and he couldn't keep his head up, that's what we need to see from the Chiefs in this game. Yeah. If that happens and if they can get an early turnover through the air, if they can intercept him early in this game, boy, I think this could be a different story. Yeah, all bets are off at that point. And that's why I say, like, it's it, it, these are really tough to pick. I like, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and pretend to know exactly what's going to happen in this game. But I think that that the when I look at games like this against two opponents that are very evenly matched, what's the most reliable performance that that is possible? Well, the most reliable thing to lean on is Patrick Mahomes and his ability to beat your best well, defense. That's the most reliable thing. Is that what's going to happen? I'm not sure. Maybe they surprise him. Maybe they come with something. But but I'm not going to sit here and be like, hey, yeah, I'm going to be surprised that Pat went on the road again and won a ball game that he probably shouldn't have won. Because everybody said, Josh Allen, Josh Allen, Josh Allen, Bills, Bills, yes. Bills. And what did Patrick Mahomes go and do? He found a way. And yeah, did they miss that field goal late? Yeah, they did. But again... That's because what did the Chiefs do? They went down and scored. So to me, uh, you know, uh, again, if you're betting, I I'd bet the Ravens. But but do not be surprised. What would you say it is? Three and a half? Don't be surprised if the Chiefs cover that at a minimum. Yeah, I also think that when you look at the way that Kansas City tends to impact football games with their press, they get home a lot. They're number two in the NFL in pressure rate. Um, and the thing that worries you, if you're a Baltimore fan against this Kansas city defense, they get home, they blitz a lot. And Lamar likes to hold the football. Yeah. The, he held the football 2.7 seconds. That is worse. Only second to Justin Fields in Chicago at 2.8. That is a long time in the NFL. And it, it's one of the reasons I think this is a field goal game. It's one of the reasons that I think the only way to bet this game is the money line. I think it is absolutely positively the only way to bet this game, and that'd be Baltimore minus 118. But if you're betting the money line here, I would probably bet Kansas City minus 110. I think it is, it's the only way to go because I don't think, I think it's a field goal game. Um, I think you have to give the field goal kicking in this game, obviously, to Tucker. I think Baltimore wins the game by a field goal. Man. Um... Yeah, I mean, mm. I want to sit here and say, hey, they're, the Chiefs are going to win this one late and they're going to hold them just like they did to the Bills, but you got to go with the Ravens, dude. You have to. You, you like, yeah, I guess I'll go field goal too because I don't think they're a touchdown better. I don't think the Ravens are a touchdown better than the Chiefs. That's the problem. So, yeah, in a field goal game, I, I'm, I'm saying 27-24, you know? Uh, 30, 27, like 31, 28, you know, like I think it's a 27, 24. 
Yeah. Um, I think you, if you're going to bet the number in this game, and I would not, I would bet the over, and I would bet Kansas City. Kansas City to cover, and the game goes over. Yeah. But I think I, the numbers in this game, this is, and this is what you get in the NFL playoffs. I yeah. think you have to stay away from it. I think it's a very difficult bet to make. I truly do. Uh, KC boss, Mahomes 10-0-1 on the road as a dog. Go Chiefs. Well, but I, I also think a lot of people like to fall back on those numbers, boss, and I think the problem is you're playing an elite defense. And you're playing by far the best defense you've faced this year. And it makes me a little nervous, the lack of quality at the skill positions for Kansas City, because Hamilton is phenomenal when the ball's in the air. I think Roquan and Patrick Queen are Stop. a dominant force. Uh, it's going to be very difficult to run the football. And I think this can be a very tightly, tightly officiated game. I think all of that favors Baltimore. And I, I just think it's going to be very close. Yeah, I do. I, I That is, ooh, that is tough. Uh, Casey Boss playing on the road is given number 15 some new motivation. Maybe. Maybe take your take your your emotion out of it. Uh, Steve Stepanek, Kansas City has the second best defense in the NFL. They do, and they get home. And Lamar likes to hold the football. He's dangerous outside of the pocket to himself and to the other team because he holds the ball low. He likes to have the football low. Yeah, when he's outside the pocket, and he's not a guy that is, uh, you know, like a patter of the football, like a Steve Young type comes to mind, uh -huh. where he's patting the football outside the pocket to throw it. He's down here. And these are the little mechanical things that he'll get better at because he's become a much better passer. But, man, you want to see that football close to the body. And especially against a Kansas City defense. Whew. Uh, good job on the like button, casuals. For those who haven't hit it, I agree. Uh, Ten minutes from now. Maybe that's the key. Do we give it 10 minutes? We need 87 likes to get to 300. Okay. There's 362 people what. watching the show. Tell you what, here's what we'll do. We'll do our Niners-Lions take. And in that time, however long the take takes, right? That's how long you have. That's it. So when we're done talking Niners and Lions. Yeah, when we're done talking from, you know, we'll read some more comments here. Once we once we go into Niners and Lions from the beginning to the end, which is probably ten minutes or so, you'll have that window to get it done. Okay. And in that window, okay. If we, what what was the number they need to hit? Uh, we need to be at three hundred, and we are currently at two fourteen. Yeah. So you know, get it done. Eighty six likes yeah. by the time we're done talking NFC Championship game. Yeah. Mike Smith one hundred. Casey Boss Jackson's completion percentage plummets outside of the pocket. Well, most people's does. You've got to get him rolling to his right because he's got that Jordan Love bad habit of throwing it back to the middle, and you cannot do that. You just can't. Uh, Q Sam D'Amico did a great job pressuring Lamar in the first half. Well, D'Amico doesn't play football anymore. So I know what you mean. I'm being a jerk. Uh, I thought the Texans did. I just think the, the Texans offense couldn't operate. Yeah. Uh, boss, the Chiefs on the money line is the bet. Yeah, but your, your money line's only, what is that, minus 118? I think right now today it is minus 118. Um, or no, excuse me, minus 200. I think your bet is Chiefs on the money line plus 160. That's your probably your safest bet. 
could be wrong. Bailey Dietrich, maybe it's about time we start uh, singing what we don't give a damn about the whole state of Michigan. Well, I don't know. We're about to talk Lions. Yeah. You know. You Just know. saying. Uh, I, I could be wrong. Uh, Shooter, Texas. University of Texas should be called University of Austin. They have nothing in common with the great state of Texas. Okay. Okay, cool. Good talk, dude. Okay. Uh, OG Gary. LSU students have got to win a gift card. I'm only betting on myself here. Okay. Okay. We will give it to a subscriber. So make sure you hit subscribe. Hit the bell so you know when we're live. And then uh, hit the like button. Yes. And... We are about to go into it right now. We're at 221. So we need 79 more likes by the time we tell you that the Sands Fro- Sand Frog Disco 49ers remain a seven-point favorite at 50 and a half over the Detroit Lions. Uh, I love the Lions in this game. I have every reason to believe that the Detroit Lions can win this game. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say that is because I I am very curious, very curious what that Detroit defense is going to do to get at Brock Purdy. Because they've shown that when you shook bro early, yeah, he does not perform late. And if you get to Brock Purdy and you hit him, or heavens to Betsy, he throws a pick early in the game, he's wasted until halftime. And I am very curious if that happens and how that plays out. I am a Brock Purdy believer, but he's just like every other quarterback in the NFL. He has an easy button. And his easy button is early early adversity can tend to take him off his game. Mm -hmm. Now, I am not saying the Lions will win the game. I am saying the Lions are capable of winning the game, and I think seven points, Jake, is is an insult to them. Yeah, I would completely agree with that. And I I, I think that, you know, the, the point about Brock Purdy is well taken. And and I think the point about the fact that the 49er defense is playing uh, a defense that's just as physical and just as wanting, maybe not as talented at each individual position, but is is capable of making a difference in the game is well taken. You know, I, I, I see a lot of people talking about it and I agree with it. You know, this is where, hey, I'm Dan Campbell. We're out here trying to take people's kneecaps out type mentality. That's what you're going to need to come in with to beat this team. And to me, if I'm the Lions, you're exactly right. I'm trying to get after Brock Purdy. I'm trying to say, okay, in the first quarter, yeah, we're going to see what Debo's got. We're going to see what Brock Purdy's got. Because those are two dudes that took a pounding last week that are not playing at 100%. Not that anybody is, but they're not as healthy as they could be. And we're going to find a way. And again, he has shown... Brock Purdy has shown the ability to turn the football over. He is willing to put the football in danger. Now, he's also shown the ability to throw it into really tight windows if you give him time. So that's why I say I'd be pressuring Brock Purdy. And as far as Jared Goff and that offense are concerned, that's where I think the game is truly decided because I I feel comfortable saying the Lions defense is going to stand up and be a problem for Brock Purdy. I'm not confident that Jared Goff and that offense can find their way through this 49er defense. Sam Laporte is going to have to play his ass off, right? Like, Amara St. Brown well, is going to have to have a big day. I think that a couple of things. You don't have to be exotic. You don't have to be zero if you're the 49ers because you have Bosa and you have Young and you have guys who win one-on-one battles at the line of scrimmage. 
So you don't necessarily have to get zero blitz or get exotic or disguise to get to Jared Goff. But they will do that. And I think one of the things that's so interesting is blitz percentage on either side because Detroit blitzed the hell out of Tampa um, and made Baker Mayfield uncomfortable. And I, I see that exact same scenario playing out with Brock Purdy. Now, is Brock Purdy a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield? He is, but by how much? Because I know that that Baker gets a lot of heat. Brock Purdy's not significantly better than Baker Mayfield, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think that Brock Purdy is a a has a bit higher of a football IQ, which allows him to protect the football a little more. But man, when you get at him and you force him, he will throw interceptions. And I think that you watched a Detroit team absolutely lambaste Baker Mayfield. Now, you know what makes me nervous about that? It was a game because this Detroit secondary loves giving up big plays. Yes, they do. And Debo Samuel is practicing today. Um, and I think that it is very interesting um, that you're going to, if Debo's able to play and bros, they checked him for a broken shoulder this week. That's not a good sign. I think Brandon Ayuk has to have a massive game for the 49ers. I think you have to be able to take the top off this this defense and get down the boundaries. I think you have to win the battle down the 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 boundary, the sidelines, and I think that will allow George Kittle to play his his game in the middle. And I think Debo, I think CMC has to catch and run. Yeah. And I I'm very curious to see what they do to expose this Detroit Lions secondary. And that's, uh, I'll be honest with you, that's why I'm picking the 49ers to win this game because I do not trust the Detroit Lions to be able to keep the ball in front of them. Mm-hmm. It terrifies me, if I'm a Lions fan, that you've given up so many big plays. And you're in a situation now where you have not been in some time. Um, the Lions rank dead last in air yards allowed at 3,100 air yards allowed. Yeah, thirty. Do you hear that? That's wild, dude. 3,100, meaning when they go nickel, it's scary as hell. When you put in an extra wide receiver and they get beyond the linebacker to that third level, dude, Detroit can be a disaster. And that's why I just don't think I can pick them to go to a slippery track in San Francisco and win the game. Yeah, I think if I'm Detroit, I'm I'm committed to bringing a lot of pressure in this game because of that because of the fact that that if you're going to bring in that extra wide receiver, we're going to bring someone out of the slot because we need to get home. We need to make sure that we're getting to Brock Purdy before, let's say, Sam Laporta gets 15 yards down the field, right? Because if they can do that, Brock Purdy is not going to have time to wait for his guy to run down the field. And the only question is, how aggressive is Kyle Shanahan going to be with his shots, because if I'm Kyle Shanahan, I'm trying to establish that threat early, right? Like I'm going to get CMC going. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get IU going, but then I want to take a shot. And if I can complete that early and feel good, I'm probably going to win the game, honestly. But if you're Detroit, I, I would be bringing a ton of pressure. And that's why, that's why I think that, that Detroit's got a really good shot in this game. And I do think that toughness factor is real. The, the the 49er offense is one injury away, one guy away from not being anything. 
And that is why I think if you're a Lions fan, you can feel really good about this game. Yeah, I think where I come down on this game, and I actually think the number's pretty accurate on this game, 51 and a half. I think this is going to be a 34-27 win by the Niners. I think they ultimately have the ability to get behind that defense. I don't trust the secondary in Detroit. And I think we are getting a Niner-Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl. And the Super Bowl logo conspiracy lives on. Oh, God, I forgot about that. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why bring that up? Why Is this because you have the vid? Is that because the I cocoa mean, is impacting your brain? Could be. Could be. It's uh, is that what IQ. this is? Yeah. The coronavirus. Come on. Okay, check the like button. Check the like button Okay, here. so I'm going to read some comments. You probably have five minutes. Uh, oh, we're not even close. We're not even close. We're not. You, you, come on. We need to get to 300 likes. We're at 235. Please. Come on now. We're not even close, you guys. 65 likes away. 364 people watching the show. 4,000 have watched the show today. Hit the like button. Hook it up. Let's get it done. And we'll give you a $100 Amazon gift card. That's what we want to do. Yeah. That's what we want to do. Uh, Mr. Preston, Lions going to choke the Niners D. Okay. Let's go, boys. Um, like, do you, do you, do you check the type, the stuff you type in your comment? I probably type lions going to choke the Niners D is it possible that they could ride the D Uh fight on natties says Brock is the MVP this season by far. He's not, no. he's not even close. In no. my opinion. In fact, he's a liability for them in some situations. I think Lamar Jackson is far and away the MVP of this league and he will win it. He will win it. I I think yes. Running special, running a special on Fridays. Okay, Austin Napierski. Oh, hey Monty and Jake, how are you, buddy? Uh, Mike Smith, massage appointment after golf. Are you golfing now? Uh, Delaric Debo is at one hundred percent. Then I say the 49ers. If not, then I go Lions. He's not at one hundred percent. No way. Not when you have your shoulder checked for a, a fracture. That's a little concerning. That's a little concerning. Yeah. You know, uh, Marcus Emmert, an Iowa State fan, shocking that he says Brock Purdy's going for 354 <laughs> scores. Well, I mean, the Lions defense will give that up. There's no doubt about that. There's no doubt about that. Mr. Carruthers, how are you? Good to see you. Uh, key to the Lions defense is Malcolm Rodriguez. He's a former wrestler. And if he gets his hands on a wide receiver or running back, he will get you to the ground. One of the best tacklers in the NFL. Okay, James, good knowledge. Joseph Harper, you prize pick dominating fool. Yeah. If the Lions keep it close the first three quarters, they have a great chance to pull the upset. I would agree. Jeremiah Champion, have a great day, guys. My students have their first winter guard competition tomorrow. Wish them luck. Good luck, students good luck. of Jeremiah. Good luck. Mickey Quintana. Hey, Mickey. Wait, who does Dallas have this week? See what he did. The <laughs> he's, he's making an SMU joke because we all know that Dallas means SMU. I think, right? No, I thought that was a cowboy thing. It what? God, please excuse his stupidity for the vid. It's the haze from the cocoa. It's too late. God cannot save you. And I, I know he was talking about the Cowboys. I was being a jerk. <laughs> you? Never. Uh, they are going to throw fast slants with pressure and eat up the Lions. Okay. Well, 
We'll see. Mike Smith, Amon Ross St. Brown, one of the most underappreciated wide receivers in the NFL, even though he's all pro. Uh, you know, Joseph Carruther, what are the colors for Super Bowl 58? Niner red and Raven purple. <laughs> okay, we're just 53 likes away from 300. Come on, get it done. 383 man. people watching the show. Get it done. It is very clear not all of you have hit the like button. 53 away, I give away $100 Amazon or two $50 Amazon gift cards, You whatever you man, like. Whichever denominations and stuff, you know. You know. Uh, Aaron says Gumby wins a dollar Amazon card. Okay. 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 Uh, Joseph Harper, question is which theory the NFL wants, the Super Bowl logo theory or the Taylor Swift experience? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. After, in 10 minutes, we're going to talk about Taylor Swift nudity. I don't understand this at all. Uh, let's go. Josh the baller. Jonah Jackson being out could be huge. Detroit's offensive line has issues without starters. It does. It does. No doubt. Uh, Mike Smith winning free shipping and handling fee. See, there you go. There you go. Aaron Wilson, Gumby, show these casuals how to smash the like button. Gumby did just that. Uh, OG Gary. I think I'm going to go Baltimore V Niners. <laughs> wow. Out on a limb there. Yeah. Uh, Gumby, I'm not all pro, but I'm all bro. I see he's all bro. Yes, yes, yes. Brosif, you know, you know, undercover brother. Exactly. Bro right. team six. Do you sleep with a weighted blanket? No, I slept with a weighted blanket last night. Didn't, yes. Didn't the girl you broke up with via yeah. text yeah. like weighted blankets? Yeah. yeah, she did. She also was a mental wreck, but you know, uh, slept with oh. a weighted blanket last night. One, it was hot, but two, I actually slept pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> Why was it hot? I'm assuming because it's thick. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, go Chargers. Hit the like button now. Go Chargers. Go Chargers. Uh, yeah, show me your lightning bolt. And hit the like button. Uh, 41 to go. Uh, come on, guys. Hit the like button, Jay Brandon says. Uh, Detroit Center is hurting big time. Ragnar, Ragnar. Uh, Ravens versus Niners. So a lot of people are in Ravens Niners. Uh, Shooter Texas could use the gift card or some donations of whiskey. Okay. Well, you, you've got to get your boys in here. Yeah, dude. 306, 357. We've got 262 likes. Guys, we're just 38 away now. Let's go. Get it done. 38 away. I sleep five feet above the covers. Um. Never mind. Uh, um, what did you say your score prediction was? For Lions Niners? Yes. I'm going to go 31-28 Lions. I think they pull it. I think they pull okay. the upset. You're going 31-28. Okay. Yeah. And I think Brock Purdy turns it over early. Um, And gets off track. That's a tough one. Uh, let's see. I think I'm going to go 67-4. Niners are going to win. Um, um, now, for the record, I have to pick the Niners. My wife loves the Niners. You know. Um, even though I enjoy rooting against them when they're on TV, I can't pick against them. It's at home. Again, I think the thing that worries you is that Detroit does not tackle well um, in the secondary or cover well, and that's a very slippery, slippery, hello, slippery hello. field. Yeah, uh, it's a terrible surface in San Francisco. The Lions are good on turf. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Niners 34, 34 28. 34-27. Okay. I think they're a touchdown better. Sweet. I think it's going to be very close. 
Jim Choi, when in Kansas City, don't go hanging out in the backyard. I'm not sure what that means, dude. Um, he's talking about the Kansas City Chiefs fans who froze to death in the backyard oh. after the game. Okay. That story is wild. Wild. It, absolutely wild. Um, all right. couple more. And you guys, I'm not looking at the number. Um, but the next time I look at the number and it's not 300. That's it. If we get to Taylor Swift, nude AI pictures on, on X. <laughs> and we're not at 300. Can't give away a gift card. <laughs> uh, Marcus Emmert has to be fentanyl or something. So these, these Kansas City Chief fans died of exposure in their backyard. Uh -huh. And people are trying to figure out why. They just froze to death in their backyard. Has to be fentanyl or something. Yeah. Cannot just be, well, they lost track of time and died. <laughs> I'm not I'm not buying that. Nah. I am not buying nah, that. Nah, you passed out and froze to death. Hella Billy. What's up, Hella Billy? Uh Lions v Chiefs, Lions win. Ooh. Okay. 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 Uh Jim Choi Marcus, nothing has been said. Ha it has to be fentanyl. Yeah. It has to be. Okay, is a hell of a drug. In my opinion, it has to be. Okay. Here we go. So let's let's check out the like count here on the Monty Show presented by the hey, Advocates. Theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business. Do you think we made it? No. No. I'm going to guess we'll be in like 286. Let's see. Oh, come on, you guys. 270? <laughs> it's not even close. You guys hate us, and that's fine. Okay. That's fine. It has been so wildly unsuccessful trying to give away Amazon gift cards this week on the show. Yeah, you guys have been We've tried every day. your ass off. We dude. have tried every day and have not hit it once. I think I hit it every time. Yeah, dude. Although, I think I've hit it every time. The one show we did do like 600 likes because Lopes Van Gabe was, was I mean, cracking the whip. I mean, I'm almost like Notre Dame. Or but we haven't even gotten close. Mm. What do we do? 275 yesterday, 660 on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, we tried. Don believers. Uh Mike Smith, if the advocates truly cared, they would hit the like button. I believe they have. Yeah. The Dutchman, uh, Woodshack, 354 here. That's what I'm saying. All we need, well, needed was now 26 likes. That's all we needed. Like uh, I, I want to give you. We've tried. Yeah, we've tried. Almost 5,000 views on the show today. 275 likes. It's it's yeoman's work. Okay, let's up the number. We'll do Taylor Swift, but we got to up the number because now it's light work, right? It's so now like you want to give that. Now it's got to be more? Well, no, but what are they at right now? What's the number right now? 276. Okay, 320. 320. Yeah. So we're talking about 42. 42 likes. By uh, quarter past the hour. Yeah, like. Okay. Okay. So if we get to 320. Yeah. By it's 1056 right now. 1057 right now. Okay. 10 minutes. I, I don't want to do 20 minutes. 10, 10 if, minutes. In, in fact, you got to work in, a little wait a minute. Here, in guys. fact, five minutes. I mean, it's exactly 40 likes in five minutes. I'll give away a hundred dollar Amazon gift card and I'll do a poll. I'll give away 250 or one $100 Amazon gift card. It's up to you guys. So I'll give you five minutes. Uh, Taylor Swift has been the target of these fake 
graphic, pornographic AI photographs on Twitter. Now, we're not going to show you the pictures. If you want to, you can go see them. I would encourage you not to. Jake, is Twitter responsible for this? I mean, whether they like it or not, they're responsible for it on some level. I mean, it's your platform. Your your rules and guidelines say that you don't allow that type of material on X. But the reality is what everyone's outraged about is that these, these pictures got millions upon millions of views and hundreds of thousands of likes before X did any of that. And they were only up for less than a day. I believe it was 19 hours. But they amassed all these, all this exposure and likes and retweets and all this stuff. And, and Axe, Elon, Twitter didn't really do much about it at first. And then they take them all down. And the problem is what's happening is there's websites out there um, that specifically do AI adult content. And one of those websites did this on Taylor Swift. They created AI pornographic images of Taylor Swift. And then what did they do? Posted it to their website, which people then screenshotted and posted on X from their burner accounts. And so it circulated. So on one hand, part of me is like, yeah, I mean, are we really surprised that people were like, hey, yeah, it's Taylor Swift. Let's do this. No, because Taylor Swift is a megastar. Everybody knows her. She's the center of attention right now. And I'm a big believer when you're the center of attention, that sometimes comes with negative ramifications. And I'm not blaming Taylor. I'm just saying that's her circumstance. That's the reality. That's the reality of it. Right. And so part of it is like, hey, this stuff happens. But the other part of it is, and this is the more concerning portion, in my opinion, AI is a problem, bro. AI can do things that we were not able to do typically. Like, you know, I like we have some of these other pictures that are not graphic in any way they just are representations of like you know what's capable on more of a baseline this is not taylor swift that's not taylor swift right that's not taylor swift right that is computer generated photo of what's supposed to be taylor swift and the problem is is that these these caliber pictures continue to creep forward to more and more and more realism they look at some point we will not be able to distinguish the difference between the two. And I think that's the conversation here. Hey, you did this to Taylor Swift and everyone knew it was AI deep fake. Like everyone knew that these were fake pictures, but what would happen if people didn't know what would happen if in our world, people could just go out, make a fake picture of you and say, yep, this is real. Taylor did this. Do you know what kind of damage you could do? A, the damage you did here, but B, the damage you could do in that situation? That's what I think the problem with this is, man. That's why people are upset. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. And the ones that I thought were really impressive, there was uh there is a bunch like and now I'm grabbing them as I as I tell you as I talk about this. Yeah. There is a bunch of Taylor Swift pictures uh of her in Iceland for a photo shoot that, you know, they they were putting them out as, oh, look at Taylor Swift in Iceland uh, doing this photo shoot. And it's legitimately, re- it's very realistic and it's not her in any way, shape or form. And people, people bought it hook, line and sinker. 
that these pictures of Taylor Swift were actually her. And this one that's on the screen that you're looking at there, that's not Taylor Swift. No. That's not her at all. Yet people believe that this is Taylor Swift in Greenland. That this is Taylor Swift in Greenland. Now, I think most of us that are are fully blossomed adults, some of these look very touched. Yes. Right? But her fans, and I think this is part of the problem, Swifties, her fans, are just so passionate about her that they believe all of these pictures are real. And, I mean, you look at that, does not even look no, like Taylor that Swift. that doesn't even look like her. Right? That I, Like, what are we even taught? Like, Taylor Swift is doing this photo shoot? Really? She's not. This is the one that I think is most realistic. Or those look, I could see how someone would be confused by those. This one is incredibly realistic. Yeah. This one, it eh. looks like a drawing. This one looks like a drawing. This one and this one don't look like drawings to me. And that's the problem. There are so many of these that you can't tell the difference. And I think when I look at Taylor and her fan base, I understand why these guys do this. But I will also tell you, I think it is incredibly dangerous. And I think Elon Musk has to do something about it. Yeah. I think it is on Elon Musk to take action. It is your platform. You're the guy who said that you were going to root out the bots. Well, apparently you're not doing that. And I understand that that X is now this platform that free speech and this is not free speech. No, it's not. This is damaging Taylor Swift. And again, you guys are going to hate me saying this too. This is pornography, and this is us as a as as men being addicted to pornography. Oh, absolutely. That's I, what I, this it's is. It's us. There's. Do you understand like how comfortable you have to be with, you know, like just pornography generally speaking, to think it that it would be okay to create, you know, deep fakes of Taylor Swift, nude and in compromised positions, and like that's not cool, man. And and. It's really a shame that it's like, I almost feel like it's one of our first inclinations as dudes when we get, you know, whether it's Taylor Swift or Zendaya or anybody, any any huge female icon right now. We just want to, let's see her here and let's see her, like, dude, she's a human being, bro. Like, what are we doing? You yeah, know? why do we need to see it? Like, why do we need to do that? Why can we not just appreciate? And I'll be the first to say, by the way, yeah, I, I'm not a huge. I'm not on the, oh, my God, the Chiefs scored a touchdown. Can we please cut to the box where Taylor Swift and company are hanging out? That's not me. I'm not I'm not that guy. It annoys me that they do that so much. They do it, and they do it a lot. And I understand it from the NFL side to business play. Totally get it. But this is a step further. There's a difference between being annoyed with TV coverage and trying to demean her and put her down and put her like, it's terrible, bro. And, and, and I just, I wonder what the future of AI is in terms of what we're doing with it. Cause it's great for productivity and like tasks and everything. But this type of thing is like, bro, like we're going to have to have some type of regulation around it at some point. But it, it's already the thing where people are getting scammed and, you know, like mm -hmm. with voice AI. And I, I mean, like, this is just the beginning. Well, you see it all the time on like TikTok and Instagram where there are like accounts dedicated to AI using your voice to cover famous songs. And it's not you singing it, even though it sounds like you. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's incredible. 
And I don't think we as men will do anything about it because we don't want to. Nope. And I think it is it is sad that we have such a lust and a thirst for pornography and sex that we're willing to to make Taylor Swift like. And I, I'll be honest with you, we didn't see the images, and I'm not going to look at them. No. I, I just don't think it's the right thing to do. But if what's described on TMZ has a pretty graphic description of it, and like we're talking about her being really exploited sexually. Why, why do we do that? As men, I just think we can't help ourselves. Yeah. Right. And, and it is this, it is this whole thing we do where we fantasize about our neighbor. We fantasize about our, like, yeah, you know, it's, it's wild to me and it's pervasive in fitness. It's pervasive in golf, act golf, golf. How many female influencers are three quarter naked or, you know, their chest is hanging out or, and it, that's not golf. You're not doing that. So you can get, you know, better at golf. Nope. That's the thing that, that makes me crazy. Yeah. So, uh, Gumby says too, too touched. You're talking to me. Yeah. Some of these, this is a really, this does not look touched up to me. This looks like a, you know, a portrait lens and that yeah. could absolutely be real. Um, ones like this, very clearly ones like this, that's very clearly not her. Um, one like this, that looks a little touched up to me, you know, but I, I think you look at these ones in Greenland, this is the most realistic one yeah. by far. That's not, if you're, if you're a, a Swifty, that's not something that you would question. And by the way, I think another interesting question is how many Swifties take photos like this and run with them, you know, like. How many, like, again, like there's this bill in Florida where they're, where they're talking about banning social media for all kids under 16, yep. regardless of whether their parents approve of that or not. So what, how many 14, 10 year old, eight year old Swifties run out on Instagram or TikTok or hell, even X see these pictures and they're like, oh my God, oh my God. And it just goes around and it starts to just rager of like, oh, she was here and she was there and she was never in those places, dude. That's the issue. People, like, everybody and their mom has a cell phone now. Everybody. And mm. regardless of age, you get to look. And I think that's the other side of it. It's like young, young people, like, again, eight-year-olds, bro, 10-year-olds, 12-year-olds, like, they don't know the difference. It, do I, I, and I, I think, I don't know. I, I just, I think pornography is the great destroyer of men. I will say it until I'm dead. It's, it's wild to me. Aaron says they look like paintings. Josh Baller says all of those are obviously fakes, but close enough to the point, uh, to point out the issue with AI realism. Yeah. The yeah, Mike Smith, it is creepy. Capazzo, uh, the last one looked like Tara Reed, not Swelsey. The last one looks like Tara Reed. Like this one. Yeah, I, I don't think that looks like her at all. I think this is the best one. And it's kind of like her. Kind of. Close enough that somebody's but like you know what they did here? This is this is supposed to be uh, hey, you're in you're in like a New York Times City Square. type environment and and you're a little run down. And so because of that plausibility, it could be her. Yeah. That's what they're doing with but this. But how many 10-year-old girls have a picture like of Taylor Swift just like this one hanging in their room? Yeah, they have no idea. And and honestly, and I don't blame them for this, but they don't give a damn. 
No. It, it, it looks enough like her. They're like, hey, what an awesome picture. Yeah. I, I think it's wild that this is going on. Yeah. It, it, and it's just, yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't know how you fix it. Gumby, it's shaming Tay-Tay uh, vis-a-vis AI porn. It is. It absolutely is. No doubt about it. Marcus Emmert, at what point is it on the creator of the content, though? It's absolutely. And I hope that she goes. They know who created the pornography of her. I hope she goes after him. You absolutely damaged her brand. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Mike Smith. Well, if someone is making it and posting it on Twitter, they need to ban that user. They do. Yeah, but how many burners, bro? Come on. Oh, yeah. Twitter doesn't. Elon isn't here to stop the abuse and the. I mean, Twitter's a wasteland. It's good for Elon when stuff like this happens. It is very good. Do we not understand that? Yeah. Any. Let's. Let's be honest. X doesn't care. Uh, they show porn, dead bodies, deadly conspiracies. So yeah, I doubt X uh, cared until Taylor said she was thinking about suing. I would, I would guess. Is there a lot of porn on Twitter? Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, Mike- you go looking around. Like the other day, I was looking. I was looking uh, at a. I think it was Dov Kleiman or something like that. One, one of the NFL accounts. You go looking in the comments section, and there will just be a random account. Like, hey, posting nudes here. Like, what? Like, that's the problem with X now. It didn't used to be that way. Like, it used to be that everybody had a burner on X, but we weren't just bot-landed to death. Right. And now that's what it is. Right. Totally agree. All right, a couple more. Uh, Baston Mapes, it's completely objectifying of women. As much as I get annoyed by the Casey Swifties, this is a different level. Agreed, friends. I'm not getting my hands in the mud on this, and nor should you. Nor should you. Nor all you do is amplify it when you go looking for it. That's what I'm saying. Um, let's see. John DeLon. My biggest problem with all of this is Taylor Swift isn't hot. She looks like a cat. Yeah, that's your opinion, though. That doesn't change the fact that this shouldn't be done. It should not be done. I agree. G. Lee plus scammers using AI for family voices to rip off people. Yeah. Hey, I've been kidnapped. And yeah, you guys know that scam like your mom's phone rings. And it's your, her daughter. Hey, uh, Hey honey, mom, help me. I've been kidnapped. They want money. <coughs> and it's a whole scam and it is, it has worked. Yeah. It, it's not hard to find that. Jaron Eccles. I think everyone needs to watch Terminator again. It's getting crazy. Yeah. It is getting crazy. Yep. Gumby. I agree. Let's all watch Terminator this weekend. <laughs> no, nah, I'm, I'm golfing. Uh, let's go, uh, cursed charger Cal fan. It's also an issue of deep faking people's voice to make them sound like they say something they didn't huge problem. Yeah. Huge problem. It's been a great showroom today. Fellas got to go take care of Capazzo. Appreciate you, buddy. Jim Choi. It's disgusting for sure. What if something like that happened to Monty? I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it is, it is very, it is very frustrating. But see, isn't that the difference? We don't do this to dudes. And and yeah, I'm not a woman. Yeah, we don't do this to dudes. We we do this to women, and it's wrong. Yeah, it, 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 it might be a great example of male privilege. Right? Like, it's unacceptable that we do this, like, just the same way. And again, like, I agree. Pornography is not something that should, should be uh, consumed really at all. But we also shouldn't be shaming someone who's in that industry and saying they're a horrible person because they chose to go and do that. Great. You got life decisions. You do you. But but 
as dudes, this doesn't happen to us. When's the last time? Can you even name me the last time you saw a male figure that was on Taylor Swift's level that this happened to? Because I can't. I, I can't even think of one. Like, yeah. Yeah, there's former been some, presidents. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, there's been some AI stuff with Donald Trump, certainly. Yeah. Um, you know, like, but I, I don't know. I just think we're men, we are obsessed with sex. And I think yeah. it's really sad. I think whether it is, you look at, you know, like, like Trump's E. Jean Carroll lawsuit, or I mean, you look at all these dudes that we joked about Bill Clinton this week. We the look Epstein at list. the Epstein list. I mean, it's wild yeah. to me. Uh, Marcus says the fake Joe Rogan clips are really hard to tell. They are fake. There's a lot of yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of them. Uh, RJ Seaman, Paris Hilton linked a tape. Uh, Pam Anderson men didn't create this stuff. Um, I think I disagree. I think sex tapes are a completely different thing. I think Kim Kardashian or Paris Hilton or Pam Anderson, Pam Anderson did not leak her own sex tape. Um, did she then profit from it? She did, but after the cat was out of the barn, if you will. Um, so that's a completely different thing. Yeah. I think that this is, you never had sex and we're making it out that you know, like this, is a you never had sex. Thing. You never were involved in the conversation, never even had the option to consent. And it just came out. Yeah. Sex like, tapes are totally different. Yeah. Uh, Shooter Texas. Sad thing is that this is making news because Taylor is a real person, as if all those exploited girls are not real and all that other porn. Yeah, porn is the worst, dude. Yeah. I'm telling you. It, it, it is the worst. Uh, Hello, Billy. Sammy making a fake Monty defending Michigan. He could. Yeah. Uh, making fun of Kenny Pickett hands. Hands. Stop it. Okay. Okay. Lopes fan Gabe. Deep fake voices are why I took my voicemail message off my phone. Not trying to have my voice captured and manipulated to scam people. Yeah, there's a lot of people telling you to do that. And I don't know what you do about it. I, I Honest to God, I, I because there's software now where you, they don't even have to make your phone ring. They can go. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> my bad, sorry. Sorry. My Coco. Bad. It's not Coco. The vid. You're being um, a hater. No, I'm not. Are you? Are you sick? Uh, no, you're not. Uh, I'm stuffy today. That doesn't mean I'm sick. You have the flu. No, I don't. The my coronavirus. Wife, my wife hates when I tell people they have the flu. It's just a cold. Hydroxychloroquine. You know. Anyway. It is what it is. Yeah. Anyway, Mike Smith, I don't have enough people calling me to try and steal my voice. Well, well. but that's my point. This doesn't happen to average Joe. This happens to Taylor Swift. Yeah, because they can leverage that, make money on it. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Uh, Gumby Fresh Out says, bless you, Jake. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Where are we on the um, likes? We're 290. Sorry, boys. You only fell 30 short. Wanted to give you a $100 Amazon <laughs> gift card. <laughs> I wanted to. You know. We tried multiple times this week, and you guys just. We did. You know. We held up our end of the bargain. I feel like we squeezed every last drop out of that Taylor Swift topic. Kind of like you're doing out of your nose. Dude, that's that is offensive. Empty. The opposite of full. That's not nice. Am I wrong? Uh, we're not talking about that. That's not nice. Okay. Okay. Not nice. 
All right, there you go. Appreciate you guys watching the show. As always, the Monty Show is presented by our good friends at TridayTrading.com. TridayTrading.com slash Monty. Go get your $10 30-day trial membership. No obligation after the 30 days. It'll absolutely change your financial future. Stop complaining about going to work. Stop complaining about your boss. Stop complaining about your commute. Start making the money you deserve. At TridayTrading.com slash Monty. Until Monday, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.